Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. That's the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss season four of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 23. Let's get started. Okay. All right, welcome, Sister J. Welcome back, Sister K. And we are here to talk about episode six of season four, titled Live Bait. Right, and before we get to that, <clears throat> you know, we got to have Sister J wine segment. <laughs> you know what? I can actually contribute this Okay, time. cool. Okay. Now, what I'm drinking today, y'all, everybody listen up. This is a new wine. I thought you were going to give what you're drinking when you watch The Walking Dead. No, because I wasn't drinking nothing but, oh. but some beer. Okay. But anyway, okay, this is a new wine that the that, that, that little wine steward at the wine shop that I I go to, he recommended, and I must say, it is good. Okay, I'm going to give you the wine, and I'm going to tell you what, uh, what he told me how to do it. Okay, it's called Sexy Wine Bomb. Oh. That is the name of the winery, y'all. Sexy Wine Bomb, B-O-M-B. Like a bomb. It's a California red wine. I'm drinking a 2011 California red wine. It is a blend. It's about 13.5% alcohol. So, you know, got to watch that. But. Woo! I'm going to be toasted by this podcast. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what the wine steward told me was with this particular wine, California red, he said to put it in the. He, you don't want it too chilled, and you don't want it too warm. So put it in the fridge for 10 minutes only, and then pop the cork, pour it in your glass, and let it sit and breathe for about like 15, 20 minutes. And then the the, the, the fruit flavors really come out. Oh, and Lord. you know what? It's good, y'all. <clears throat> That's too much detail. No, it isn't. But anyway, so everybody try it, because it's, it's, it's pretty good. All right. Well, I'm drinking my lemonade right now, but during The Walking Dead... Oh, that's right. I was drinking Cupcake Moscato Diasti. Diasti. And Sister J talks about sweet wine. I've tasted some of her sweet wine. It's nasty. It ain't sweet. <laughs> this is a sweet This is wine. really sweet, y'all. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's got bubbles. And, and yeah, I'm just gonna say because see, Sister K like the sparkling. Yeah, well, I don't particularly care for sparkling, but I can drink because yeah. otherwise it's just too 
bitter and nasty. So, anyway, that's what I was drinking. So, if you like sweet, if you're a new wine drinker and don't like the other wine, right? That's a sweet wine. It's really good. It's Cupcake is the brand name, mm-hmm. and it's Moscato. That's the winery. Diosti. Yes. And I, I have had the cupcake, and it is very good. So, can we move on from wine talk? Uh, yeah. Because you went a little too detailed. Sorry. Well, but you know they like they like the wine segment. <laughs> now that's just gonna be a new little segment. Anyway. Okay, let's go on with the governor. Uh, this whole episode. You know what? Okay, b- before we get into the blow by blow, I must say, <clears throat> it's just my personal opinion. This was the most boring ass episode of the season so far. Uh, well, I think the reason why I was so bored, to, to, to be honest though, is because I wanted the damn scene with Daryl being told where Carol's at. Exactly. You know. Me too. But. But be that as it may, I mean it's okay to get the backstory of what the what happened to the governor Ooh, stuff. Who but cares? Hey, I don't care. <clears throat> okay, right. I kept thinking. Okay, we're gonna go to the prison soon. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes go by, fifteen minutes go by, twenty minutes go by. Pretty soon, it's almost into the fucking episode. I'm like, well, obviously we're not getting Rick. Obviously not. Daryl showing none of them. None of them. <sighs> oh, and then to have another dickmatized oh. oh shit! I was so I was talking shit. I was talking Twitter shit. Yeah, you were. Time. You were. Sister K was talking some shit on Twitter and get glue. Oh, mm. Okay, well, All right. this might be a quick podcast, y'all. Yeah, because I mean, there okay. were some good parts. I to got it. some questions though. I got some questions. There was some, wait, hold on. There were some okay. good parts to it, but I mean, all in all, nothing really happened. No. I mean, okay, okay. so. At the beginning, <clears throat> we see, they're showing a little backstory of, you know, him and, and Martinez and the black dude. What is Shump. the black dude's name? Shump. Shump. Anyway, them, you know, killing up the citizens and stuff, and then they drive on off. Okay. Now, we done see Martinez. Where's Shump? Oh, he was in there. <laughs> well, but he was at the beginning, but you didn't see him no more. Mr. J, the beginning was seen from the last time. Right. So we get that. The, all, they start out showing um, him at a campsite with the fire. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Here come a walk. three tents. So you know that was Shump Martinez. Oh, tent. you know what? Okay. I didn't no, even. we didn't see Shump because he might have right. moved on to something else. But, but I didn't even catch that there were three three tents. Though. Yeah, there was three tents. Okay. That's a good and, observation. And he's watching the fire and here comes a crazy ass good makeup woman walking. Good makeup too. Walking towards him in the fire. He ain't doing shit. He ain't He's just reacting. sitting there staring at the fire. She dumb at, you know, because they don't know. Walk right through the fire, trips over the damn fire. Uh, the, the, the falls and shit in the fire. Fall, falls in the damn fire and in is about plane. to reach for his ass. When Martinez comes out and, and shoots her in the head. So obviously the gov wasn't going to do nothing. Well, obviously, the it seems to me, the way Martinez looked at the governor, the governor's kind of out of it. Well, we knew this. They looking at him crazy when he shot up all the people. But still, but the governor's kind of out of it, though, I think. Because Martinez shoots uh, at Walker, and he's just looking at the governor like, ain't you going to say something? Ain't you going to do something? Ain't you going to move? do something? Yeah, yeah. ain't you going to move? Well, I thought it was hilarious when he woke up the next day and everything gone. Everything gone. Everything. They broke camp. 
That's Jack. what I would have did. Hey, I would have broke camp too. They waited for that fool to go to bed. You know, they said, look, man, we got to go. We got to go. Now, you know, his ass was sleeping hard. Mm-hmm. If they were able to leave with the car. With the truck. They probably pushed that shit down before they started You out. know what? I bet <laughs> they did. Because <laughs> that, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Because not that, wait a minute. Not that I have, not that I have personal experience or nothing. But you know, you got to turn the motor to the to the on, but not engage the engine and just push it on down the road. Yeah, put your shit in neutral mm-hmm. and go. There you go. <clears throat> but anyway. So anyway. But so yeah, they broke camp. They broke camp, and I thought that was hilarious, because that's what I would have done. That was and a, I was mm-hmm. like, am I letting him shoot my ass next? Yeah. When he get a wild hair? Yeah. So um, he gets the big-ass big rig that's that's there at the campsite. And he drives it into Woodbury, breaking down the gates, and sets Woodbury on fire. Woodbury's burnt up. Now, me, I probably would have stayed in Woodbury because at least it had some semblance of... Oh, no. He's safety. off, though. But he's off. Yeah, he off. I mean, because he's standing there. He's standing there looking all like a... I don't know. And none like of the a, walkers were messing with him either when he was standing in the street. No. They... Hey. They... Mm. <laughs> You know what? Mm. Maybe they didn't pay attention. And to then him. we see him walking around through this town. Well, well you well, can tell it's been a, a long time. Yeah, because he's because he got a full gray beard, gray mixed with brown beard. And and then we get a voiceover where we hear the governor saying that he's been out there a couple months, mm-hmm. and then you hear a woman's voice asking, "Oh, where were you before that?" And he says, "I was in a town." Mm-hmm. And he says, and <clears throat> the man in charge lost it, and I barely got out alive. Mm. Talking about, well, obviously. But before he encountered the woman, he encountered the side of this barn with a whole bunch of people's names on it, where folks had, had now, driven by. I mean, it's a voiceover. They don't mm. encounter nobody. He's talking, mm. and he and they show him walking and, yeah, seeing that barn. Okay. He sees the <clears throat> barn, and he's got... Uh, it's got all these names where people have obviously written their name and say, we're alive, we're here, we're there. And he sees this name called Brian something. And it's real big. Harriet. Yeah, it's a real big name and it's on there two or three times. So, yeah, that that, that proves to be important. So we're going to go blow by blow, Sister J? No, I don't want to. Well, you are. <sighs> and then, he, then he falls out in the street. And he looks up and he sees this little girl, blonde-headed girl, of course, in this window looking down at him. Well, you know, during that scene, I thought it was hilarious. I don't know why I thought it was so funny. Why? <clears throat> because a walker's coming towards him. Yeah. And as, oh, when it right. gets close, he just dodges it real quick and it falls off. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it ain't eight, though, see? I think because it fell off the curb. That's true. Oh, I but don't wait know. a minute. It was so funny. But in that scene, did you notice how slow they were moving? Yep. Those walkers were moving slow, and I think it's because they haven't ate no food. I don't know, but I thought that was hilarious. That was funny. <clears throat> so, yeah, he falls out, and of course, the little blonde girl's going to catch his attention because, you know, he's thinking about Penny. Exactly. And um, so he ends up going over to the building, and it's all dark and shit in there. <clears throat> and he meets two women, the little girl. And, her, and, and their sick daddy. Old dad, a sick old man. Mm-hmm. Um, With and, the oxygen tank. Right. And so 
he drops his gun belt and bag before they let him in. And I was thinking, yeah, drop your shit. And if in the whole time I'm thinking, don't let that motherfucker. I know. I said, oh y'all, y'all don't, don't let know what but wait a minute. Okay, now now that we there at the apartment, let me just say, from the moment this bitch opened the door, <gasps> she's looking at him like, oh good, a man that ain't my daddy or my brother. <laughs> you know, a dickmatized hoe again. Oh, I'm so too. Oh, uh, mm, I was so irritated. I was like, she looks awful familiar. She looks like Maggie to me. Well, be that as it may, but 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 from the very first moment that that man entered, the governor entered her apartment. She's looking at him and asking him shit and looking at him and sizing him up and shit. They all looking at him, even her sister. Well, but the sister's doing it because she's trying to be big and bad. Like like I'm protecting everybody here. You know, as we find out at well, the end okay, of the episode. Well, okay, so the Maggie look like same as Lily. The, the, <laughs> the digmatized hoe number two. Number two. Digmatized. Hey, we're going to say DMH number two. I ain't going through all that. Digmatized hoe number two. Number two. The DMH number two. She got on my nerves the, the, the rest of the episode, though. Yeah. She, she was always asking him shit. Get out the man's face. So Damn. they uh, they tell him that they've been waiting in that in there since the National Guard with or you know waiting for the National Guard since everything happened, which you know we know is a year year and a half. Yep. <clears throat> they ask him if he plans on staying in the building. He says just for the night. Yep. And so they ask him his name, and he says Brian Harriet, which is back to what you said about a the, lie. <clears throat> right, a lie. And I knew then, I thought, oh, shit, he going to kill up all y'all and take all so, y'all shit. the feisty sister, Tara. Is that her name, Tara? Yeah, she, she's she got the guns, and she says, look, don't be fucking with my family. Well, first she I'm tells it, cop. I'm a police officer, yeah. I'm a cop. I know how to, you see all these weapons and bullets? I will light your ass up if you mess with mm-hmm. my family. He's He just sits there. <clears throat> so they just don't they, know. Apparently, let him go next door to the apartment next door to sleep. Mm-hmm. And he's eating a can of tuna, look like. Mm-hmm. D, what's her name? D-H, whatever the hell, number two. D-H, D-M-H, number two. Dickmatized ho, number two. Lily. D-M-H, two. Him a plate of SpaghettiOs. Mm-hmm. And so he tells her thank you, and then he goes and dumps them out the window. You know what? on Twitter with that shit. I thought the zombie apocalypse, food is scarce, and why do you think he poured it out the window? Well, I did watch the the Talking Dead afterwards, so mm-hmm. he's, he tell, he tells why he did why it. Why he did that. Because he didn't want to be beholden to anyone. He didn't want to owe any, anyone anything. Oh, he wanted shit. to do everything. They needed to make that more clear then. I thought he didn't want to eat it because they might. he thought they might have put something That's in what it. I thought. Yeah. He thought that maybe they might have put a tranquilizer what or poison or something in. in the Talking Dead made sense. Mm-hmm. The guy, he didn't want anybody, he didn't want to feel beholden to anyone. Yeah. He wants to do his own See, look thing. at that mm. <clears throat> Damn. Looking at him. Damn. So, um, he goes to take the plate back. They hear some rustling and shit. So, Tara goes to the door with her gun and sees him about to leave the plate. Mm-hmm. So, she basically has him come in there. I thought that she wanted him to help wash the dishes. Obviously, you could see the man tired. Yeah. <clears throat> but they have him sit down next to the grandpa. <clears throat> this fool got oxygen on 
Ask him if he got a fucking cigarette. Ask him for a damn cigarette. See? Two through. Mm, mm, I was two mm. through. I said mm. to myself, now, you know, but, hey, I have been, like, going by the medical center or, like, going to the doctor's office. I have seen old ladies with an oxygen thing smoking a cigarette. That's Shit. ridiculous. That's just <clears> stupid. <throat> So they chit chat with his ass some more. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't really talking, but they're trying to talk. Yeah, they're trying to chat him up. The granddad's like, look, I need a break. So they go to move him to the bedroom. And the Tara sister says, uh, some help here? Okay. <laughs> Let's stop for a minute. I was all over Twitter and Get Glue saying, okay, what? What the hell did they do before the governor got there? Thank you. He obviously was moved to the bedroom every day. Yep. What the hell? I don't blame the governor. I would have sat there and said, well, uh, y'all take care of it. Look, I think they figured, look, you a strong man, get up. And as we see, he just picked the fool up mm-hmm. to the bedroom. So the grandpa tells him, hey, you know, there's some shit around here. Tara, uh, they heard some rustling from upstairs, some foot, footsteps. He says, yeah, them things are up there. And Tara's been trying to shoot them, but they don't, they keep coming up. They keep coming back up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he says, but my friend's got a backgammon game up there that I think my little grandbaby would like mm-hmm. and help keep her smiling. <coughs> you can go get it. And so um, the gov goes to get it. And I'm thinking, why would you go to get it up there? But he goes to get he it. He's trying to help the old man out. Yep. He finds some bullets, and then he finds the backgammon game, and then he hears a noise, and this was nasty. It was so nasty. He hears a noise, goes in the bathroom, and you see a wheelchair and some prosthetic legs on the floor. Yeah. And he opens the tub, the shower curtain, and there is a legless walker. legless walker with his face <laughs> blown off. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> no, he was legless. I don't mean to be. <laughs> what? I don't mean to be unkind. But, uh, but when I first saw that scene, I cracked up because I said, "Oh, now they got a handicap walker." Huh? Yeah. Ooh, uh, well, why not? They had all kind of new walkers. Oh in gosh. Place. Oh yeah. And wait till we get to the next. Yeah. One. So then. Uh, he he stabs it in the eye, so it's dead. Dies. So, so at I least it died. Yeah, because I mean, don't he just was leave him. He was doing him a kindness though to, to kill. And um, then you, he sees the gun in yeah. the guy's hand. Yeah, and he realized he shot himself. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, he's like, "Oh, a gun!" I'm thinking, "Oh shit, he got a gun." I just knew. Oh Lord, don't let him go wreck, wreck havoc on them people. I know. So the he brings the the granddad the backgammon set and the granddad's happy and he shakes his hand and then Dickmatize Ho Lily mm. uh, DMH number two with a, and and's making goo goo eyes at him. <clears throat> Damn, so it's so annoying. He goes back to his apartment and he's looking at the picture of him, his wife, and Penny, and he folds the picture over himself. Yeah, so he's not wanting to acknowledge himself. Mm-hmm. This is what pissed me off. What? The next morning, he sleep, and this bitch just come walking in. That's what I'm saying. Just come walking in. She is looking to get laid. Yeah. Quick. You know? 
And, oh, it is so effing annoying. You know a man wrote that shit. You so, know a man wrote that shit. He wakes up. Mm. <sighs> Damn. I don't know if a man wrote that. Oh, yeah. That. A man wrote this shit. Well, <clears throat> he wakes up and, of course, snatches up his picture. So, she's like, hey, I, I want you to have something. Obviously, like some sack lunch or something. Mm-hmm. Since you're leaving. He's like, nah, I'm okay. And she throws it at him like she know him or something. Yeah. And he's flinching and shit. <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's about to shoot your ass. He's <laughs> about to shoot you. I figured he was going to, like, go off or something. You I did, know? too. Cause she because, did. like, like. You don't know me, like, lady. post-traumatic stress. Yeah. He would be, like, flashback into something or something, you know. Well, first of all, she don't know him. Yeah, well. Be acting like you know she want to know him in a right. biblical way. So then she tries to give him his gun back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, keep it. And she's, she, he's like, don't throw that at me. <laughs> That's stupid. I don't blame him. You better tell her because the bitch probably would do it. Mm-hmm. So then she, uh, <clears throat> she, she tells him <laughs> that <laughs> he gets, yeah, he gets up and he's telling her <clears throat> to keep it and that you have to shoot him in the brain. Yeah, he's trying to, to tell her, look. This is how you actually kill them. Were you annoyed by this? And she goes, yes. Why? Oh, I was so damn annoyed. Okay. Ben, your ass, you just told you. Well, and plus, your ass been surviving for a year and a half in the zombie apocalypse. Don't you know shit? No, because they ain't been out. That's the thing. They well, that's true. That, that, that's true. And the dumbass sister been shooting them all fucking day and, and not in the head. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And that's why they don't die. They don't know. Uh-huh. Dang. But when she said why, I was like, oh, no. I can't mm. even handle this chick. I was annoyed with her. I was, too. So then he asked, she asked, she tells him that her dad has um, stage four lung cancer. <coughs> and that um, he's almost out of the oxygen. And there's an old folks home nearby. And if he go get some, since he knows how to handle himself mm-hmm. out in the world. First of all, okay, let's stop for a minute. When that scene happened, I thought, what? You were asking him to do what? Like, what? He's your best friend or something? And he going to do it? I just couldn't believe that she was asking him to go do that. Because that's potentially a life-threatening thing. Okay, so... The only so the one okay yeah that that's I the just, one thing the second that just thing makes sense to me the one thing I can say to explain their trustiness of the man is that they have not been out there they okay. don't know yeah that people are out there snatching people up raping people up yeah killing people like other people humans yeah just for their shit yeah she don't they don't they haven't experienced that yet you're so right you're right you're I right I haven't kind of tell myself it wasn't as annoying as I thought it was. But It I was mean, annoying, yes. As far as them knowing about the world and how to handle the walkers and everything but else. But that is true, though. That's being, a good point. And being trusting. I didn't think of that. With him and letting him in the house, I had to remember, well, they're not used to having to deal with anybody yet that's yeah. too crazy. Okay? So yeah. That he, is a good point. So the next thing we see, he does go to the old folks' home. Mm. And this was pretty good though. This, this is funny. This was a pretty good scene though, but hey. This was hilarious. I got to hand it to him, the old lady zombie in the walker, <laughs> in the wheelchair. <laughs> I said, I put on Twitter, oh, now they got old folks home zombies. Oh, oh my God, it was so, hilarious. 
oh. in a wheelchair. But that wheelchair woman was cracking me up. It was funny. Oh man. Well, and what I want to know, the first the first room he passed, mm-hmm. there was a man walker in the bed. Yeah. His bitch ass was, was strapped, strapped down. Now, why would you strap an old man into a bed? Well, if he was being unruly and shit, they do that. They strap old folks down? Hell yes, they do. That's awful. Well, but you know what? It happens every damn day. That's awful. It, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they do that. All I know when is- they're Okay, this is what they say. Side note. This is what they say. When the patient is being combative. What that means is he don't want no FNIV or no medication or no shit is refusing to take and they strap his ass down. Well, yeah. He was strapped He down. was strapped to the bed and he was a walker so he couldn't get up and do nothing. He couldn't get up. And obviously, uh, if you're paralyzed in human form and turn into a walker You can't get up neither. You can't walk either. No. So Because that was a couple of them. Right, so she couldn't get up and get him. She just was reaching for him. <laughs> I was cracking by. That was, I was not cracking funny, up. Sister J. I was cracking up. I'm sorry. Oh Lord. I was laughing at the man in the strap. I was like, why the fuck they got him strapped? Oh, I didn't laugh at him, but that wheelchair woman. Oh Lord, I just. And got then the there tickle. was another woman. He passed the room, and she was hobbling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She was too slow, so he just shut yes, the door on her ass. She was too slow, so he could he he could get away. Yeah. So wait, so he finds this is what got me. Go Th- ahead. Okay, me. well that was gonna be my question. Why in the f did he try to get a whole damn thirty of them? Well, that's okay. The problem Shit. is, I'm okay with him trying to get all of them. He was making because it was a rolling cart. It was a rolling cart. But why you gotta fucking bang the rolling cart and get out? He was making too much damn noise. That shit was banging and clanging. Oh man! I was like, damn! Can you make any more? He couldn't have made. <laughs> he couldn't have made any more noise, noise than he made. I know. All the and oh lord! All these walkers come and run. Mm-hmm. So he gets freaked out, and to me, he's he was more freaked out than normal. Yeah. Like, and he would have been back in Woodbury. He would have shot him and went on. Yeah. He was actually looking nervous and scared and shit. Yeah. So he, <clears throat> you know, runs the little cart into him and then yeah. falls all down and shit. He finally. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I said, well, damn, what's wrong with the governor? <laughs> he was all big and bad and shit. Uh, yeah. When it's something yeah. he, can, he yeah. can control over. Damn. So he grabs two canisters and runs out of the, uh, knocks the chick out the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. She's all on the floor now. Oh, she all on the floor. So anyway, <clears throat> he takes the tanks to their apartment and his hands all bloody. He's all shaking and shit, looking all haggard. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so she's like, are you okay? He's like, I'm fine. He just goes to his apartment. He's in the bathroom looking for some medicine. Here the bitch pops up again. Yeah. Just pops up. Yeah. Don't knock nothing. No. No privacy, no nothing. Nothing. So she's like, let me bandage you up. You know, let me be a nurse again. Mm. She was a nurse. And she does tell him it feels good to do something. Nobody said that the end of the world was going to be boring or something like that. Oh, please. She was, that was a come on <laughs> for was, her. Thank you. That was, that was her, her idea of foreplay. Yeah. Let me because tell you. then she dabs his head. With some antiseptic and blows on it. Who the fuck nursed you? <laughs> what the fuck 
nurse do you know blows on your wound? Oh, please. She, oh, I was too through. I said, you know what? The, yeah. The one who's digmatized over your yeah, ass? Yeah, she digmatized her because you don't do that shit. Okay, this is the part that pissed me off the most. I could not, I, I could not even concentrate really on the rest of the show. What? <clears throat> so then she tells him, well, Megan really thought you were her dad out there. Oh, because, shut the fuck up, woman. Because her dad, wait, and wait, this is the thing that got me. You're right, you're right. This pissed me off. She thought you were her dad out there because he, he's been gone. He left about three and a half years ago to go get a Powerball and never came back. I thought she was going to say he died or he got, he left when the whole zombie shit happened and ain't, they ain't seen him since. No, three and a fucking half years ago, he went out for a Powerball and come back. He left your ass. He left your ass. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Damn. And I'm like, Oh, what? shit. And then... I was too through with this broad. Wait, and then I'm thinking, uh, no, she didn't. She's trying to say, I feel like you're her hut, my husband. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. That, like I said, so then, this was supposed to be her foreplay pillow talk. <sighs> you know? So then, here come popping up Megan, little Megan. Now, she is cute. I like this little girl. She is cute, <clears> though. <throat> but had she not popped in right then, mm. the woman probably would have jumped his bones. So then... This is what pissed me off. She looks around and says, oh, I'm just helping bandage him up. He got hurt out there. And I don't have any ointment. I'm going to have to go get some ointment. Can you stay with the patient? And I'm thinking, what fucking kind of mama leaves your daughter with a strange dude that you know nothing about? About. You know what? Everybody was all over I Twitter with that shit. Fathom it. I everybody, like, everybody on Gig Glue was saying, "What the fuck?" It you don't even know this guy. It would have been different if they would have shown her in the kitchen rummaging for something, and the girl was still in the bathroom. Yeah, but she left the whole fucking apartment. She left the whole apartment with her daughter down in with there. a dude she don't know. She don't know mm-hmm. that all she want to do is screw. Thank you, but she don't know. She don't know him. I was so upset. Everybody on Twitter was going ballistic. What the f kind of fucking shit is that? <clears throat> now I get. And somebody it. Said, somebody wrote, "Oh, y'all need to call CPS on that." <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. They wanted the governor and this little girl to have a moment to bond. But yeah. Why didn't they have a moment? You could have figured. I don't know. It uh, just made me... I told you a man wrote this shit. Okay, wait. So, this scene I actually kind of liked with Megan and the Gov. It was better than the other scenes in the episode. Actually, the only scenes that I really liked in the whole was, episode was, was Megan and, and the, the governor. Exactly. Okay. The little girl. Her and name's Megan, right? And the governor. So, this is like kids and I loved it. This was true. What happened to your eye? Because, yeah, kids do that. That's the first thing she said. What happened to y'all? Yeah. And so he just sits there and she's like, "Uh, Did something happen to it or were you born like that? I know. And I thought that was an excellent question. question. Yeah. You don't know this man, so yeah. "Uh, Something happened to it. She's like, Okay. And then she's, I guess she felt bad. She's like, Was that bad to ask that? And he's like, No. 
And he says, well, I'll tell you what happened if you keep a secret. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go, fucking secret. Oh, Lord. I know, because that scared me when he said that, I know. Mm. Kids and fucking secrets. What fucking pedophile is on the damn writing staff? Exactly. I'm talking about kids and fucking I'm secrets. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So anyway, uh, uh, I won't uh. go that far. But I mean, it was You already did. You, I know. I already you already it. did. <laughs> Pedophile but, on the writing staff. <laughs> it started out with little secrets and then they move up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Watch out people. And, and you got this little girl and this man talking about, uh, 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 uh. Can you keep a secret? Well, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, in context, we know why. It's, but, that's still, a penny, but still, y'all writers need to watch that fuck shit. So anyway, so she's like, okay, I promise. And hands and holds out her little pinky. And he's like, what is this? And she's like, pinky swear. I thought that was cute. <laughs> so that though. was cute. So he kind of touches her pinky. And then she says, and cross my heart and hope to die. And I was like, oh shit, little girl. Mm, mm, mm. Well, and this was funny. He says, okay, well, I'm a pirate. And she's like, no way. And he starts laughing. And I don't know why, but I thought that was a cute scene. It was cute, though. Even though I don't it like was. the governor. I know. But it was cute, though. It was cute. He's like, it was cute. You got me. You got me. He says, I was trying to protect somebody from getting hurt. Actually, I, this was the scene. This was the only scene in the whole episode that I actually liked the governor. That that I, I had just a teensy beansy little inkling of like for him. Because the way he explained to her, I thought was perfect. It was excellent. Yeah. Because he talked on a child's <clears throat> level, though. But not really. No. But, I mean, he wasn't making it. Well, he was lying, but you know. No, he was talking about Penny. He was trying to protect Penny. Well, that's true. He wasn't lying on that one. That's true. So he says, I was trying to protect someone from getting hurt. And she's like, oh, and then you got hurt instead. And he's like, yeah. She's like, did they get hurt too? And he said, yeah. And he, but, but see, yeah, I, I mean, I thought that was very good explanation. I loved it when she says, um, did they get hurt too? And he said, yes, they did. And she says, I'm sorry. And he says, me too. And that was the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. And I like that they ended it there yeah. and just let it, that, yeah. let that be it. Yeah. You know? So then the next Yeah, that we, was very good. That, like that, that was very good. Yeah, I really like that scene. Yeah. So then the next time we see him, he's clean shaven. I'm thinking, oh shit. <laughs> What's getting ready What's to kick off? What's getting ready to kick off? Because he's, uh, he's unshaved his shit off. Uh-huh. Um, but he's teaching Megan how to play chess. Or he's getting the chess out. Right. And he's going to teach her how to play. And, and he's telling <clears throat> her he's watching the names of the different pieces and stuff. Yeah. And when they get to the king, she goes and grabs a little marker and says, okay. And, um. Puts a little eye patch on him to look like him, mm-hmm. which he seemed to like. He did <clears throat> seem to like. But the reason she she did that is because she said, what's this? He said, but that's the king. He said, that's the king of the whole realm. That And, and he said something about, like, that's the strongest. That's why she put that on there. Because he is very, I mean, think about it from her little point of view. She He's not sick. He's very tall. Well, and if she's thinking of him as her daddy so yeah yeah <clears throat> and her savior so you know well she don't know all that yet mm. she's a kid she don't know all that but anyway obviously she likes that was cute her granddaddy and she likes him and she don't like the the mama and the sister. yeah obviously <clears throat> so anyway um so the whole time they're talking he's watching in the bedroom where they're oh they're fussing over the father the granddaddy mm-hmm. and so um at some point while they're playing, Lily comes in there and, and nods to her that it's time, obviously, to go say goodbye to the granddaddy. Yeah. And so Gov goes in there and Tara says, 
he's gone. I think he's been gone a while. And when she said that, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here we go. So he's like, uh, y'all need to leave the room. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 not yet. And I'm thinking, have you not fucking told them? That's what I thought of. Why wouldn't you have told well, them by now? I what think, happened? But I think he tried to that one time. He tried to. Because, you know, the governor don't like to talk a whole lot to other people unless it's necessary. And especially not in the shape that he mentally was in when he first knocked on their door. Well, But he yeah. was trying to tell them, though. No, I don't think that was his fault at all. That was them. They just wasn't listening. Well, so they stay. And mm. the terror girl's like, oh, dad, dad, whatever, whatever. Shit, he gonna try to chomp Daddy her. jumps up. Gonna try to chop her ass. To grab Tara. Honey, the gov grabbed an oxygen tank and, and beat his skull in. Bashed his whole head in. Mm, mm, that was mm. nasty. It was nasty, but it was necessary. He didn't have to do all that. Hey, it was necessary. He had to get them aggressions out. Ooh, that was, I was like, damn. Mm, and mm, of course, mm. they're all sitting there traumatized. That's their dad. Hey, but dad. you know what? Hey. Y'all should have fucking listened then. So, <laughs> the next time we see the gov, he's burying him. Mm-hmm. And Lily comes out just looking at him and uh, helps him put the body in the hole. And he starts burying him up, like, with. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's kind of upset. Uh-huh. And I think he's only upset because now the little girl's scared of him. Yeah, she's scared of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Tara, you know, asks him. So no matter what, it, it happens, and he's like, yeah, it does. She's like, well, <clears throat> I think Dad would have been grateful that you stopped him from doing what he would have done. Yeah. You know? And so he's like, and then she holds out her fist to pound fist, and I'm like, oh, Lord. <sighs> yeah. So mm. the next thing. No comments So on then he that. looks over to Megan and Lily, and, of course, Megan ain't looking at him, and Lily's like, no, she ain't ready. Yeah. <clears throat> but that. Now, to me, that scene was true. Yeah. That would be true. Because she would be traumatized. Yeah, Shit. she would be traumatized. You done bashed the head in of her granddaddy? Mm. So, then he um, goes back to his apartment, gets his little family picture, and he burns it up. Burns it up. And I thought that meant, oh my God, don't let him hurt these people. I know. That's what I thought. The whole time I thought he was going to... Hurt them. Yeah. Mm. So, he burns it and then to- tosses it out the window. And then goes and knocks on the door and tells Lily that he's going to leave. She's like, no, mm-mm, we're going with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I, you know, you're not coming with me. She's like, yeah, I know you have a family or that you had a family. And I, I know all that. But now you're stuck with us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was like, damn, lady. So he dropped. But you know what? I, I really don't quite blame her, though. Because what else are they going to do? Just sit there in that house all that time? No. This is the whole point. She sees a strong, virile man that she wants to have sex with. And he's getting ready to leave. So do I stay here? Because ain't nobody here but me and my sister and my child. Or do I go with him? And maybe we find some other people as well. Right. Because he's obviously survived. And she did say there's got to be some place out there better than this. Exactly. So I don't blame her for that, though. I don't blame her for wanting to leave. Yeah, I don't blame her for that. Her motivation is... Well, but hey, she told him, no, hell no. No, we going. (laughs) 
And I mean, if he was really ruthless, all he had to do was say, no, bitch, we ain't going, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but I mean, he didn't do that because no. he wants a family again, too. So they take that, that big food truck and they head down the road. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Tara reveals that she's not a real cop yet. She was just in the academy. Right. And that she's sorry for lying to him. And he's like, oh, you don't have to apologize. She's like, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So they stopped. I the, think she had to, too, because she came on real strong as soon as he came up in the house. Well, I think she's thinking, look, we're going to be together now. We're going to be part of a family. We, I need exactly. to let it off. Well, I felt like she did that because he saved her life. Because oh, daddy true. was reaching for her ass. Oh, daddy was going to chomp her. Yeah. So um, they stop at a pond, and Megan's still looking at him outside her eye. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him the side eye. The side eye. And staying all the way on the other side. All the way on the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this is what I was too through Okay, again. I know. Come on. So, that night, they all sleep in the back of the truck. Oh. Megan, Tara, Lily, and the Gov, in that order. And she starts rubbing up on his ass. Well, yeah, because you know, that's what the whole wanted in the first place. <sighs> as soon as he knocked on her door, she was sizing him up for, ooh, I could screw this one. So, <sighs> she starts rubbing on his ass, and of course, he starts kissing on her. But I'm thinking, okay, it's just going to be kissing. No. No. He stops and looks over, and she's like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She don't care that her daughter and her sister's right there. <sighs> now, kids do sleep hard. But still, but come your on sister, That's nasty effing shit. Well. Damn. That's, uh, I don't care if it is a zombie apocalypse. That's nasty. And that shows no respect for anyone. I mean, they could have at least walked out. I mean, come on now. Okay, that shows a selfishness beyond limits. That you are so selfish to want to fulfill your needs that your ass can't even get out the truck and just go in the woods or something. <laughs> Shit. People have been doing it on the ground for years. You know, go on in the grass. Yeah, they would leave the truck. Yeah. Nope. Shit. That's nasty. I'm sorry. That's a hoe. So, anywho. That's a bitch hoe. Mm. So, the next day, the truck ain't starting. And well, of course not. <laughs> So, they have to hit the road on foot. Mm. And he's telling them, well, we'll find a car at some point. Yeah, right. I'm thinking, why didn't he just go and leave them at the truck? Mm. But anyway. They didn't want to do that. So, Tara is running her mouth, talking about an ex-girlfriend, and falls and hurts her leg. Which I was like, okay, how the hell did that happen? Okay, well, I'm going to say what I was going to say So, she's all loud and shit. I'm okay. I'm okay. Hand me my bag. And I'm thinking, shut the fuck up, girl. Yeah. Did he not warn them that they fucking things hear noise? How come it's always women who actually fall? I was going to say white women, but you know. They ain't got well, no. I mean, Rick fell last week. So. That's, well, yeah. <laughs> he got pulled up last week. He got pulled up. But I mean, you know, that to me. And Michonne fell the week before on uh, weird circumstances. That's true. Too. That's true. So, so what is it with this falling shit? Writers? Because they want them to be hurt. They mm. want her to be limping mm. and shit. Mm. So anyway, so um, the point I make though here is that she's so fucking loud. Yeah, she was very loud. 
for this to be so he's the zombie walking. apocalypse, and he already knows noise attracts them. Yeah. So he keeps walking because he he's kind of hears something, mm-hmm. and he rounds this bend or this intersection, and there's a whole mess of them bunches. Looking at this sign that's creaking, but as soon as they see him, of course, they start running after him. Yeah. They was moving, too. They was moving quick. Yeah. So he... So they must have been fresh. So he tells them, drop your shit and let's go. Yeah. Little Megan just freezes, holding her little... I felt bad for her, though. I'm like, no, you better go get her. Yeah. I felt bad for her because I'm thinking, why aren't none of those adults snatching her ass up? Because the sister was... Limping and shit, and, and her yeah. mama was helping her. Yeah, little girl, but they but they were letting her walk behind them anyway. You don't let your anyway. I know. Hey, we hey. already know. We know they do that. Yeah, we don't do that. So black women don't do that well, shit. I've seen them black women do no, it. No, I have not seen have. a black woman. I have not. Have her kids walking behind her? Ass. I have because she had like five or six of them. Oh well, hey, mm. and all that. And, and oh, we talking about ghetto queens in. Sister J. Excuse me. Now look. Okay. After being called ghetto last week. Hey, but you know what? I'm not calling people ghetto. It don't bother me because I know I'm not. So anyway, so he has to, he's like coaxing her. Come on, Megan. Come on. So he snatches her up and starts running. And I mean running. He's I, running. I was like, this is like Forrest Gump running. Yeah. <laughs> Because he was see, running. You didn't see the girls at all. No, he was running. He was running. He gonna say that baby girl. Mm-hmm. So he runs and ends up falling into this ravine. Oh God, that was and so I awful. Was like, what the fuck is he falling in? Because it was a pit. Right. It was probably a, pit, a, pit a walker pit that they right they they dug out to trap walkers. Right. But so, there was some walkers down in there. So there was about three walkers in there. So he's got to fight oh. these walkers barehanded. I felt so and bad. While he's fighting, we hear gunfire. So I'm like, okay, there's some people nearby. Mm-hmm. You know, but I felt bad for for Megan. She was just screaming and hollering. Yeah, cause she ain't seen no. Oh, uh, she's shit. never seen no little shit like but that. He he. First of all, he pounded one of them's face in the ground. Yeah, he, he tore did. the throat out of another one, he which sure was did. pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. And then he got a bone, a bone, and jacked the mouth off of the and the head off of another one. A bone from a skeleton. Yeah, it was gross. It, it was, was nasty, cool, but it was gross. Yeah. So he, you know, he, he goes to Megan and he's like, are you okay? Are you? She's like, yeah. He's like, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. And she's like, do you promise? And he says, cross my heart. Mm-hmm. And then he looks up and there's Martinez, Martinez holding a machine gun who's saying, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. End of the episode. So, okay. This is my question. I got questions. What you think? This is my question. At the beginning of the of the episode, when the governor go to sleep, he wake up the next morning, everybody done broke camp. Right. So, that means Martinez and, and Chump left. Right. So, how come Martinez is back at that spot? <clears throat> he ain't at the same spot. No, that's true. He's not the same. He spot. was driving a truck down the road. So he, so Martinez <clears throat> probably didn't. He just heard the screaming and stuff, and he just probably no, didn't know. You heard gunfire. They was shooting shit. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, and and they okay. somehow hooked back up because the governor had been walking for two months. You don't know where the hell Martinez is, but you know they didn't go too far. Yeah. And then 
As they left yeah, their apartment, true. they was in a truck going down the highway. You don't know how far they got. Yeah, that's true. You know, or where he was going. So, mm. honey. I mean, even though there were parts of this episode that I did like and stuff, but, um, yeah, it was boring. It was. It was. Okay, well, we had <clears throat> some feedback that we need to get to. Okay, come on. Our first email is from Joanne. Hey, Joanne. <clears throat> Hi, sisters. So now you have two Joannes from the NYC. <laughs> Yay! That could mean double the laughs. Hi, twin. Oh, we have two. <laughs> yeah, it's a different one. It was nice to have a breather and a slower episode. I thought my heart was going to explode on the Herschel special hour. It I really enjoyed cute. this arc for the governor, but who the heck humps, excuse me, who the heck dumps hot spaghettios for cat can food? Yeah. But yeah, I would be creeped out by a hobo looking weirdo with a pirate eye. Maybe that's just me. This could have played out so many ways, but I'm glad the Gov's heart was touched by the kindness of these women. Good to see that maybe humanity, uh, good to see there may be humanity left inside. They probably would have been dead thanks to Grandpa. Silly Gramps. <laughs> I nearly shed a tear when little Megan drew a patch on the king piece. I know. I that was cute. I actually thought this girl is much better actress than Psycho Lizzie. <laughs> no, honey. Psycho Lizzie. Psycho Lizzie's doing it, though. You mean Lurkin' Lizzie? Yeah, Lurkin' Lizzie. She is good. Have a great week. <clears throat> and remember, if you want to get it on with Creepy Hobo Guy... At least go outside the truck to get sexy. Thank you. Joanne from the NYC. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. That's what we saying. I, I mean, agree. dang, that was so nasty and disrespectful. Yeah, well, yeah. It was. It was. It was. Okay, our next piece of feedback is actually a voicemail from Joseph from Las Vegas. Let me play that now. Oh, yay. Okay. Hello, this is the case. This is Jay. Just finished watching another episode of The Walking Dead, and wow, the, this tonight has been great. I just watched Once Upon a Time, which is a show I highly suggest to Sister J if she hasn't seen it already. And now Walking Dead, much quieter episode. I really missed um, watching the little more quiet episodes and it was really appropriate for it to be a quiet episode for the governor especially after his meltdown from last season and that was the last of him that we have ever seen until now from the last episode where we saw a glimpse of him sneaking behind the the the, the trees and whatnot um yeah it was it was great to see where exactly we we left off from when he massacred all almost all of the people from Woodbury and seeing him all lost and confused ever since that happened, you know, that was really cool to see and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the the woman who was walking towards the governor was um the lady that um Rick helped, whose husband's um head she decapitated possibly and put it in the bag. That could have been her. I I, I think. Um, I'm glad that at the end of the episode we find out what happened to the rest of his crew from Woodbury, whom he took a ride with after he massacred the people. I was like, after he left and went along in his own ways, I was like, what happened to the others? Did he really just leave him, or was it just lazy writing? But I'm glad we're gonna see. What happens um, 
when, since what happens when he's um, reconciled with them and not reconciled, um, reunited with them. Um, what else? Interesting episode. Interesting way of showing how the governor has been. Him not shaving, him just losing it completely, but very in a quiet way, not going crazy way, which is really nice to see. Um, it was cool. It, it was cool to see the people that he was with, um, bring new faces. I really thought it was Maggie <laughs> the first time, um, when he first got to the apartment and the door opened. I thought that was Maggie. Like what? No, but no. Um, it was pretty touching to see him try not to be close in the beginning with um, Megan, the little girl's name. I think that was her, Megan. Um, that was really nice to see. And later on, he helps them to bring some oxygen tanks for their dad. It's really nice. Um, yeah, what else? Um, I f- when the the scene when um their truck broke down and they're walking down the road and they bump into a horde of um walkers i felt that when he was before that though um i felt that when he talked about how he wasn't able to protect them i felt that he was talking about his wife and um little girl and i felt megan is now um the governor's little girl now like the alive version i feel he's really taking up the took up the role of um being her dad and trying to fulfill something that he wasn't able to do with his first child and it, i feel that's so so far from in that part of the episode that's what's grounded him it brought him to to his senses it didn't make him go crazy and all. Now, I'm really worried on what's going to happen now that he's reunited with the old gang from Woodbury. And apparently they um, took up their Woodbury 2.0 camp, camp in the woods. And it's going to be interesting. And I'm really afraid um the future of the two girls and the little girl future with... The governor and the rest from Woodbury. I really hope they don't die. I really hope if they do get caught up in the act, that nothing terrible will happen to them. That nothing will, like, be a factor in their death, which would be so sad to see. Um, but yeah. Final note, I really do want to recommend a show called Once Upon a Time to Sister J. I know, I've heard loud and clear that um, Sleepy Hollow is not in your books to end up watching, but I really do hope you end up watching Once Upon a Time. Um, Tonight's episode was really, wow, it just keeps getting better and better and they keep on adding more complexity to the story and to the characters and uh, it's so satisfying to watch and it makes you want for more. And if you like any fantasy stuff, sci-fi, mostly fantasy though, 
Once Upon a Time is your show. So, yes, thank you again. This is Joseph from Las Vegas. Peace out. Well, thank you, Joseph, for that long voicemail. That was long-ass voicemail, (laughs) Joseph. Anyway, we appreciate it. And, you know, Joseph, as far as Once Upon a Time, okay, let me tell you the real deal. For me, I watched half, I admit, half of the first season. Then I was out. It was just too nonsensical for me. And as you pointed out, I'm glad you pointed out in your voicemail that science fiction is different than fantasy. I'm a science fiction freak. I love science fiction. I read science fiction. I really like science fiction. Fantasy is not my thing. So I was out after half the season. And and I freely admit I didn't finish that first season at all because it was just mm, too boring for me. So, But anyway. Thank you, Joseph. And I will try it, but it has to be during a holiday or something when I have time. Because <laughs> I have no time to add anything new to my TV <laughs> list. That's true. That's true. Okay, our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. We haven't heard from Jackie in a long time. I have on Facebook. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm in on. Okay, good. Anymore. Hey, lovely sisters. First of all, I'm so pissed that I had to break my feedback hiatus for this total piece of shit episode. I know. Even the combined annoyance levels of, one, Rick's Rick's dick move against Carol. Yep. Two, the writers completely demolishing Tyrese's character development. Yep. Three, that creepy ass child of the corn Lizzie and her... And her fucked up version of finger painting with walker blood bullshit. Mm -hmm. And four, stupid ass Bob just being stupid ass Bob. Couldn't surpass the eye-rolling rage I felt at this pointless governor-centric episode. Yeah. Give us a damn episode featuring Michonne's backstory already. Yeah. Thank you. Hell, an hour of Lori pissing in the woods would have been preferable. Mm. No, I'd rather see the governor than Lori. Yeah, than Lori. Yeah, but yeah, give us a backstory on... Michonne! Does anyone actually give two shits about this douchebag maniac? Were the writers seriously trying to force us to sympathize with this loony ass? Yeah. Like giving him a substitute family? Yeah. Barf. If so, they totally failed by subjecting us to the most mentally deficient pack of mouth breathers ever featured on this show. A strange dude shows up at your door and you immediately proceed to have verbal diarrhea regarding all your damn food supplies, ammunition, etc., and then you allow him access to a traumatized little girl. Thank you. What the F writers? I a know. man wrote that shit. I'm telling you. I was already pissed that this merry band of dumb shits was raising a ruckus, stomping down the main roads. But when they had a close up of that stupid motherfucker with her untied shoelaces, I can't say that, shoelaces, <laughs> that bitch needed to get bit already. Damn. <laughs> Well, I think that was supposed to be lit, uh, uh, Megan. Hey, What's you know it? what? It's also, a zombie apocalypse type goddamn shoes. Sister Jay. Mm. Also, how does this boxcar hobo looking motherfucker manage to digmatize so many stupid brides? Thank you. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. How is he pulling all this? Damn. Even Andrea, the queen of digmatized trick hoes, was giving Lily side eye. Mm. Like, damn, bitch, slow your roll. Mm. 
damn, that's it. I need to bust out another adult beverage before I explode from that's a, right. a pople- apoplectic fit. <laughs> Ladies, if you like slightly fruity and refreshing beers, then I totally recommend Sea Dog Wild Blueberry Wheat Ale to oh, numb the rage. Hell no. What? Oh, hell no, Jackie. Sea Dog Wild Blueberry First of all, Wheat Ale. Fruit don't belong in no beer. That's the first thing. Okay, she says. Oh shit! As uh, <coughs> excuse me, as always, thanks again to you ladies and the awesome Sister Speak family for another excellent episode. Sister J, please accept my sincerest mea culpas for this long ass rant, <laughs> but it just couldn't be helped. Please forgive your humble co-chair of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> Love, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, first of all, Jackie, I'd like to say. That was a long ass email, Wait, she, girl. She's got a PS. Oh God, and a PS too. Go ahead. What's your second thing? And my second thing is, hi Nate. <laughs> <laughs> she says, okay. Her PS says, <laughs> Nate says, hey sister. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Because Nate is really, really cute. We were just up in the northern Minnesota, in, up in northern Minnesota, visiting family. Mm-hmm. I only mention it because my tall drink of water managed to get his deer within the first thirty minutes after the official start of deer hunting season. Wow, he's a hunter too. Go ahead, Aww, Nate. Oh, poor deer. Oh, please, come on, everybody, hunt. Come on. No, they. I don't hunt. Well, but men do that. Aww. Go ahead, Nate. Ooh. I think it's really because he was just too through with freezing his ass off in the snow at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> and he wanted to get it done. My point is that you ladies are welcome to hunker down with us during the zombie apocalypse. We'll ride it out with plenty of adult beverages and bacon venison burgers. Woo-hoo-hoo! Thank you, Jackie! Thank you, Jackie! Oh, yeah. If there's an apo- uh, uh, a zombie no. apocalypse, we're going to make our way to California and be with y'all. I don't know if I... See, there'd have to be a shortage of food for me to eat beer. Oh, please. I'm not eating that. Well, you know what? Now, I have had venison, and I have to say, I don't particularly care for the, the, the flavor and stuff, but, you know, my dad was a hunter, so, you know, we had deer, possum, squirrel, rabbit, everything, every winter. Ugh. So, you know. No wonder your ass is crazy. Hey, that was good eating, girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> When you got parents that are from a farm, you know, th- th- they were from the farm. So, oh, hey. Goodness. You know, that's what you do. You hunt and kill your food and skin it and shit. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Jackie. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. And Nate. And Nate. I hope that's the only deer you kill this year. Oh, she'll get over it, Let Nate. Let the deers live. Congratulations, Nate, on killing your deer in oh. 30 minutes. Goodness. Poor thing. Mm. Okay, our next... We're not talking about Bambi. We're talking about a big old deer. And? Please, come on. no difference. Yes, it is. Bambi's the baby. Okay, our next uh, feedback is from Robert. Hey, Robert. And he sent a voicemail. He says, my first voicemail, ladies. I tried to make it short and to the point, so don't hate, Sister J. Hey. Laugh out loud. Okay, let me play that Come on, Robert. Hey, sisters. This is Robert from the Bay. This is my first voicemail I'm sending, and Sister J, hopefully it ain't a long-ass one. <laughs> but anyways, I just want to rap with y'all about the GOV. I can't believe that cat is back, Jack. But now, I ain't gonna lie, I did kind of miss him. 
Even though last season everybody was hooting, hollering about why he wasn't killed off and, and this and that. But now don't front because I know y'all felt the same way I did during this episode. Because just like me, y'all needed that governor fix. <clears throat> Sister J. <laughs> so anyways, on to the episode. I think the writers did a good ass job this episode. I mean, they they made the 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 audience feel for the governor. I mean, it's kind of like they shined a different light on him during this episode to make, you know, they they try to make us feel for him and everything. And I ain't going to lie, I felt for that cat. I mean, he helped that family in more than one way and gained they trust in in what 2 3 days he was there. So so I'm kind of wondering, you know, and, and plus he, he finally let go of the past by burning that picture uh, of him and his family. So, I mean, maybe he's he's willing to, to forget and, you know, forget the past. And so that's kind of making me wonder, you know, is he going to forgive and forget everything that went on with, with Rick, Michonne and Andrea? But uh, but then again, that's exactly what the writers want us to feel, because, you know, next thing you know. He, he might go wild out again and, and torture chair somebody and make us all hate him again. So I think that's what the writers is trying to do, you know, for real. Anyways, um, I did want to talk about American Horror Coven because I'm thinking, I mean, that, that I've been watching American Horror uh, for the past two years. And, and, you know, the first one was the shit. And the second one was kind of, you know, it was too out there for me, so I wasn't really fucking with it. Um, this this Coven one is, is I'm kind of feeling it. I mean, it's 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 real good, and um, you know, they even got walkers in it and everything, so <laughs> that's a plus. But uh, Sister K, you need to get on that. I mean, Sister J, I know you watching it and feeling it, but uh, you know, there's some real good acting going on on that, and and, and it's a very interesting story, so. As long as they don't get too gruesome and gory like it was last last year, then you know I think I mean I think they got a hit on their hands. Anyways, um, I always wanted to to, uh, to give my version of the of the uh, Game of Thrones walking the dragon thing. So so I'm gonna do my version <clears throat> out here in the bay. This this how we would say you know if we was walking the dragon. Hey, cuz move out the way. I'm walking the dragon here. <laughs> All right, ladies, stay on bit. This is Robert from the Bay. Peace. Oh, Robert, that is an excellent uh, voicemail. And man, you got a nice boy. Hey, Robert. Damn. Okay, a couple things. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I love your walking a freaking dragon oh we love that tagline that oh we gonna love be using it. that uh, one yes we will use oh that. that is excellent your voice is just very 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 dreamy okay but okay let's go to coven first and then i'll get to the walking dead i'm loving american horror story coven i ooh, it is really interesting i love the whole storyline the zoe character i could do without She's supposed to be probably the lead little young character and stuff. No, that's not an interesting story. But it's really, really good. So I encourage everybody to, you know, try to try to catch up. And I agree, yeah, Sister K need to catch up. I will. Okay. Hopefully. Now, okay. now, Walking Dead? Um, no. 
I do not think the writers did an excellent job on this story. First of all, we got a whole new digmatized hoe, you know, that we got to deal with until she actually dies because I think she get bit. But another thing I do want to point out for our listeners and for you, Robert, is that the last episode before the governor episode where the governor is looking at the prison this particular episode that we just saw, that's a backstory. The governor's still looking at the prison. So well, this is all the shit that's happened to him he while he's right, while he he's been that. doing what are you it. He said that. Oh well, I didn't hear him say that. Okay. Oh Lord, where are you being? Hey. He said that. But anyway, I don't think the governor is going well, to change at all. And he has changed. Well he has already changed. And I again I didn't I think he's still vengeful. Oh well, yes, I think he will be, but he has changed and I think that's what they were trying to show on this and I do think they did it to I mean this episode to try to make us look at him in a different light. Right. It, it ain't working. It it didn't quite work for me. No. I did like the scenes with him and the little girl. It ain't working I for me. I did like those, but the other stuff, I'm like I'm so sick of them. Writing these women that are fucking digmatized and and, and they, needy and needy, yeah, needy. I mean, hell, you even though you haven't encountered anything out on the road because you've been in the house, but, but you've survived the uh, the apocalypse. What the fuck you need him for? But I will say this though, to play devil's advocate, there are women like this in the world. Yeah, that's true. And so to balance out, I know some people like that. I guess to balance out the Michonnes. Yeah. And the Sasha's. Yeah. They had to put in some digmatized hoes. Yeah, I guess so. But it's still annoying to see. But you know what? Even though, for me, as cute as little Megan was, I don't want another penny situation. Mm, You know, I mean, hey, come on, writers now. Don't let it be another penny situation. Because I I don't want to see that. But wow. thank you, Robert, for that voicemail. Thank you, Robert. Dang, you need to send more voicemails in every week or something. Ooh, Robert, you done got Sister J all head up. Hey, what, uh, he got a nice voice, though. Mm. Very nice. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Okay, our next um, piece of feedback is from Liz. Hey, Liz. Hi, sisters. I have been enjoying your podcast for a long time now. And finally decided to send you an email. A first-timer. First of all. Cool. I love your show. I started listening about halfway through last season of Game of Thrones, had to go back and catch them all, <laughs> and then moved on to Walking Dead. Great. You ladies have a great sense of humor. You understand people's motivations and don't miss a beat. Best podcast out there. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. Now, on to the episode. Looks like the Gov has found himself a new Mrs. Gov and a new Penny. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that uh-huh. situation fell right in his lap, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I can't understand why Lily and Tara were not more suspicious of his scraggly ass and why they had not figured out how to kill walkers after almost two years of zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Put that together with the two young hippies that who got chomped. Why were they so helpless? Yeah. I guess there must be a fair number of people who were able to hole up and avoid the zombies instead of confronting them. But sooner or later, every bunker is going to run out of food. Mm-hmm. My husband and I laughed out loud when Tara was riding in the truck with the gov, Philip, Brian, or whatever his name is, <laughs> and asked him, are you lying? <laughs> Honey, if he is dishonest enough to lie, wouldn't he be dishonest enough to lie about lying? Yeah! That 
calculating MF is so used to lying, he didn't even flinch. And she better watch herself because there is no sister-in-law in that picture he carried around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good That's point. That's a good point. That's a good point, Liz. Sister, why do you think he burned the picture? Could the guy be turning over a new leaf? Or were those gals just lucky that they had a little girl that right age for him to fixate on? Uh, hey, I think I've known. A, go, go ahead. Well, I think he burned the picture because at that moment he decided, okay, the past is the past. I got a new family. Yeah, that could be. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, let's see. Hey, I've I've known a little girl who really needs a daddy, Lizzie. Wouldn't they be a pair? Mm-hmm. See, Lizzie mm-hmm. is too uh, crazy for him. Oh, she's too crazy <laughs> for him. Question, why do the Gov have to smash Grandpa's head to smithereens with an oxygen tank? <laughs> That's the only thing he had! He should have had a knife ready. But from the scene at the end, when he fell in the pit with Lily, he seems to be pretty good at taking them out barehanded. Mm-hmm. Must be something he learned on the road. One last thing, the dogs eating the walkers. Mm. Makes me wonder what all these zombies are doing to the ecology. Yeah. What happens when the dog packs get bigger and wilder? Yeah. It would only take a generation for them to turn completely feral and used to running down walkers for food. Yeah. From there, it's a pretty short step to treating humans as prey. Yeah. This could be a problem. I agree. Keep the podcast coming. I never miss one. Liz from Seattle. And then she says, P.S., Tagline contest. How about first of all, or don't drink the water? <laughs> oh, and then she says one more thing about the dogs. Natural selection has been at work. The only ones left are going to be smart, silent, and fast enough to survive. Maybe they should find a litter of puppies, and each of the kids can have one, like the dire wolves on Game of Thrones. <laughs> hey, thank you, dogs Liz. Have, oh, hold on. dogs have better hearing than humans, better sense of smell. And they are loyal. They can help protect the kids from zombies and help them find food. And there is an endless supply of dog chow just lying around. Mm. Laugh out loud. Mm. Cheers, Liz from Seattle. Thank you, Liz, very much for that email. And you know what? I thought about the dogs at the time because, um, first of all, I was really surprised that we finally saw the dogs. So some dogs, because we talked about that. There's no stray dogs, cats, nothing. But... The thing that got me about the dogs was when the car was coming down the street, they, because uh, you mentioned the dogs would be uh, more intelligent and more intelligent um, through natural selection. When, when that car was coming down the street, those dogs looked up and they ran into the woods. I mean, they had sense enough to do that. Even though Rick wasn't going to stop it, they didn't know that. Yeah, could be. <clears throat> so yeah, I think that's a good i a uh, 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 good comment. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Liz, and I'm glad that you finally uh, wrote in. Yeah, thank first you, writer, and that you've been following us since Game of Thrones. That's right, cool. Game of Thrones, I can't wait. Oh yeah, but we got a we got a couple months left. A lot of months. Yeah, left. yeah. Okay, our next email is from Tia Maria. Hey, Tia Maria. Hey, Sister J and Sister K, my two favorite podcasters. I am supremely bummed. The Walking Dead was doing so well this season until this stinker of an episode showed up. (laughs) The only thing that might save it is your podcast, which I know will be 50 times more entertaining than this boring thing was. (laughs) I don't like the governor. I don't care about the governor. I don't feel sorry for the governor. And I'm certainly not going to cheer for him. Uh, Me too. He's a mass murderer of innocent people for crying out loud. Is this the season? If this was the 
season for everybody to have their story told. Where is Daryl's story? Michonne's story or That's even true. Tyrese's story. That's true. Why are they spending so much time on this dude who I don't think was an especially interesting villain? Uh. Well, I actually did hear a rumor that the actor who plays the governor has signed on to do another AMC show, and there is speculation that his show will be the Walking Dead spinoff, and that's the reason why they are spending so much time with him now. Mm. They're setting him up for his own show. Oh, shit. I ain't watching this shit. If that's shit. true, I sure won't be watching the spinoff. I'm not watching Because I think I've mentioned this once or twice before. I don't like the governor. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about this episode was that he did have some pretty awesome kills, especially that one in the pit. <laughs> and one last thing. Women must be desperate in the zombie apocalypse. They are. Because the governor looked like he hadn't shaved, brushed his teeth, or bathed in months. <laughs> And that woman was still dickmatized by <laughs> I know it. That's just wrong. That's nasty. Cheers, Tia Maria. P.S. I just wanted to say one last thing about the Walker Stalker Con. You ladies would actually be right at home with, wait for it, Andrew Lincoln. Believe it or not, he too uses colorful language and dropped multiple F-bombs during his interview. And he was very funny as well. What? Walker Stalker Con VIP tickets are $199. Sister J and Sister K interviewing Brother A, priceless. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tia Maria. Thank you, Tia Maria. I cannot believe Andrew Lincoln cusses. Oh, yeah. Why not? Wow. I think all of them people cuss. They just try to act like they're <laughs> so innocent and shit. Wow. Okay. A couple things, Tia Maria. First of all, I'm kind of with you. I don't care about the governor. Yeah. You know, I want him gone. Second of all, Tia Maria, if they do, they, by meaning uh, AMC, do have a spinoff of the governor, I'm not fucking watching it. I don't like this character. I want this character dead. Go. Well, I hope that's not it. If I they, hope that's not true. But if they have a spinoff, you know. It needs to be Daryl or Michonne or somebody. Yeah. Even Carol, hell, she gone. Hell yeah! Spin off with Carol. You know. Oh, Carol and Morgan, that'd be the Ooh. bomb. Yes. That'd be good. They need to get Lenny James back. They okay. need Lenny James back. But you know, he's in that low down summer some shit. Some, 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 uh, series that, that was supposed to be. But anyway, I tried watching the whole ser- uh, uh, series episode after Can about. After about the fourth episode, I was out. Uh, and I hate it to be that way because I like Lenny James. I really do. But that series was stupid. Anyway. Okay. Thank you, Tim Maria. Thank you, Tim Maria. Okay. Our next email is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, Manny. He, he says Mormont now, not Michonne. <laughs> <laughs> Mormont. <laughs> he says, hey, hey, ladies. Hope all is well. Just finish the... Just finished watching the live bait episode and was a bit disappointed. Two boring episodes in a row for me. Oh, well, I'm sure the mid-season finale is going to be very good. I heard it centers around a favorite character and processes them further. But I just have some goofy random comments and questions I'd like to shoot out. Number one. Okay. Why do the walkers in the retirement home have teeth instead of dentures? <laughs> Remember the same place where the governor went to get the oxygen tanks? Staff and security, yes, but the old folks should have been gumming for him. 
that Danny. one, but that one in the wheelchair just had me Look, dying. If the old folks had dentures in, yes, when they turned, they, uh, the they still got the go, dentures. Yeah, and that's some. Yeah, I mean, I guess they hold in there that long. I guess so. Number two, in the past episode with Carol and Rick, why did Rick only take the red tomatoes from the garden? The least he could have done was bring Carol back so she could fry up some green, some of the green ones. Oh, Lord. Now you know Carol must have been a damn good cook. Mm, mm, mm. Number three, when the governor ripped out that walker's throat and pulled, do you think he was trying to break his spinal column? If that's the case, do you think a walker with a broken back could walk? Maybe he was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Because we've seen a walker before yeah. where their legs been cut off or broke and, off. And, and they're just crawling yeah, and stuff. Crawling. So, no. Maybe he was trying to make him into a life-size ventriloquist dummy. Mm. Four. Daryl chest-bumping Bob after he dropped his bag reminded me of Diary of a, Diary of a Mad Black Woman when Kimberly Elise chest-bumped that trick in the hospital. Oh, Lord. Who the fuck chest bumps anyone? Mm. Beat his ass. <laughs> oh, and why the hell didn't they take all the medicine? I know. See, that's what we said. That's what you said. I know. Three backpacks and only two were half full. Mm-hmm. See? I would have just scraped all of it in there. Yeah, just And let it. them sort it out later. Thank you. Why just take the ones mm-hmm. you need at that moment? Yep. Five. As a baker, I really must ask this question. How the fuck does Lori fuck up pancakes? <laughs> yeah. That is a good question because yeah, I that think... would be difficult to F up. Yeah. And if you don't know how to make them from scratch, go get some mix. Yeah. Mm. Damn. I mean, every Sunday, too. At some point, you would think she'd call Angel Mama or Mrs. Butterworth. Mm-hmm. She probably mm. fucked up the syrup, too, with that $19 a bottle grade A shit that tastes like water. <laughs> Um, number six, who handled going crazy after losing someone better, Tyrese or Rick? Rick. No, Tyrese. Because Rick was off in La La Land hearing shit. But but that's what people do sometimes. So. Tyrese at least was wanting to kick some ass. No, I think Rick did it better though, because he just kind of like was in crazy land. Uh, uh, Tyrese's was anger, but Rick was stone, full-blown, cray-cray. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Seven, the only happy thing about seeing the governor was seeing how his henchmen left him stone cold in a half-assed baby tent. <laughs> they took the truck, the ammo, they took everything. the food, and even took the fire he made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number eight, why does the governor have more sex than anyone else? <laughs> That's a good question. He sure does. That's honey. a good question. Doesn't he need... Uh, doesn't he need to be carrying those expired condoms I was talking about mm, mm, on mm. the Facebook comment? Yeah. Number nine. I have a very sinking feeling that the writers are going to do to Carol what they did to Lori and Andrea. I think they are going to bring us to hate that character and wish she were dead. I have a wild hypothesis that she was the one who was feeding that uh, feeding the rats to the walkers and is slowly losing her mind. I don't think so. I don't think um, if you think about it, she left the gasoline containers out in the open, but then hid the truth. Those rats were left right on the side of the gate, right in plain sight. Or my other theory is that the governor will find her and use her as ransom to try and get into the prison or get close to Rick only to kill her either way. Ugh. Now that's a point. See, 
That's a better theory. That's than, a better theory. I don't think. I don't uh, think she's the one that was feeding the no, rat. I think it, it was, was that little girl, Lizzie, lurking Lizzie. Yeah, lurking Lizzie. <laughs> yeah. Number ten, Sister K. When Doctor S coughed all over Herschel, <laughs> I instantly thought of that story you told about you being in the restroom stalls at work <laughs> and peeking through to see which of the ladies washed their hands after coming out and asking at work picnics. Who cooked what? Because <laughs> you don't know where their hands have been or who coughed on what. That's Not right. Loud. That's right. I know that's right. Ooh, I know that's Ooh, right. Because, man, that's people just... that don't wash their hands when they come out that stall, Lord. It's disgrace. Looking forward to the podcast, as always. A Manny Mormont. Thank you, Manny, for that long-ass email. That was long. That, that was, was long, really long. But it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Okay, so our next email is from Tara. Hey, Tara. Hey, sisters, it's Tara. How I missed you. I was beginning to fantasize in my mind since you were missing for so long. Maybe you were abducted by the governor. <laughs> and oh, the, we would be kicking his ass. Let me we tell you. We weren't actually gone that long no, with but, this episode, but. But we understand, but trust me, I would have kicked his ass. He wouldn't have got me. <laughs> If Shit. he had a gun to your head. Oh, hell no. I would have kicked him in the balls. Oh, Sister J. Hell. And actually, he's so tall, I probably could just stand there and punch him. <laughs> oh, goodness. Balls. Anyway. And the walkers heard your dog's toys in the background since you guys said that you were going to save your doggies in the zombie apocalypse. I'd save my doggies. I'm not saving mine. I'm going to save mine. During your podcast, I finally heard your dog in the background. <laughs> he or she must really work up must really worked up when Sister J tells Sister K to hush up. I'm making my point. Girl, hush. <laughs> yeah. GD. I'm not saying that. <laughs> then Sister K only says, Sister J. <laughs> then Sister J never apologizes. <laughs> and just goes on with her bad Hell self. yeah. Laugh out loud. Hell yeah. These random thoughts are not my fault. I was going through withdrawals <laughs> like a dope fiend hunting for a fix. <laughs> yes, this going to be a long email. I don't curve. <laughs> K-E-R-R-R. <laughs> I'm loving my new Sister Speak shirt. A number of people have started asking about it, too. Yay. It's a cool promotion for the podcast. Kudos. Yay. Thank you, Tara. I'm so glad. Thank you. Like it. And for everyone else who wants one, you can go to the Sister Speak shop. Yep. And buy one. Okay. So for live bait, she says, well, one good thing I can say, it was a good break from the crazy girl, Lizzie. I am <laughs> sick and tired of this girl. Everybody is complaining about lurking Lizzie. I like lurking Lizzie. Mm, no, she get on my nerves. She does not get on my nerves yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is nothing like Carl was. In no. Seasons one no, no, that's true. That's true. She just always... Lurking in the shadows, but that's not annoying to me. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, "Not knocking anyone who likes this actress, but plainly she is acting. That is it. Period. Yes, she is lucky to land on a show like The Walking Dead, but she, as well as any child, can be crazy Lizzie for the right amount of money and long line of acting coaches. Mm -hmm. Good actors and actresses are Paul Newman, Elizabeth Taylor, Denzel Washington, and even Haley Joel Osment." He was a child actor, and we believed he saw dead people for real in the Exactly. Days. I'm actually waiting for Crazy Lizzie to be the next Miley Cyrus and do a twerking video. Oh, so we hell can, no. So we can congratulate her on being a good actress or singer. Come okay, on. stop for a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, folks. Sorry for the long tangent, Sister J. Mm. Okay, go. Okay. First of all, let me school you. 
and all the rest of y'all out there. Miley Cyrus did not twerk. She just bent over and shaked her ass. That ain't twerking. Y'all need to go and see some sisters twerk. That's some nasty shit. <laughs> but no, she wasn't twerking. But you know, like like most things. That, well, she did a video where she was twerking. Oh, please. Now on that on that uh, music award. She yeah, did. that was not twerking. The thing that gets me about that situation is. Everyone's acting like she invented twerking. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. But that's what they do. She. That's what they do. Not invented twerking. It's not all that. What is it? Fascinating that she can do it. Yeah. Because anyone can bend over and shake their ass. Shake their ass. And that's not even twerking. Twerking. You got to have some rhythm and some other stuff in there. Yeah. That's twerking. So y'all need to go to YouTube and put in twerking and watch some sisters. She's just saying. That but she's anyway. waiting for this little girl to to be a good dancer mm, or whatever. Whatever. Anyway, she just don't like the little girl. No. I'm okay with lurking Lizzie. She's, she's on like, my nerves. Okay, what can I say about live bait? Hmm, sleeper. I will never believe the governor. Reason in the beginning of the show, the governor is staring at a wall with notes from people looking for their loved ones. One name he focused on is Brian Harriet. Then later in the show, when asked his name, the governor tells the one chick who hasn't seen a man besides her daddy and Lord knows how long. There you go. There you <laughs> he go. says Brian Harriet. We know from season three that his name is Philip because of Trick Ho Andrea. I won't say his last name since I don't want to unleash any spoilers. I will never believe the governor. He is a liar. Can't be trusted. And those naive women better watch out. It's hard to believe that they haven't seen a living person in all this time. I know. No renegades, no herds of walkers, attacks, nothing. Really? Does AMC expect us to believe that after two years in the zombie apocalypse, they don't know how to kill walkers or that any time a person dies, they become a walker? Those three new characters in this episode are throw, throwaway characters like Anna and Sam with the fruit basket. Yep. They didn't know how to do Jack. Okay, I'll get off my preaching box. P.S. Last episode, I think Myron said he went to see 12 Years as a Slave. How he saw it early in the morning just to unwind the next day to deal with folks. Myself, who is a black woman, I refuse to watch those movies due to the fact that I and my people were slaves for 400 years. Why do I need to be a slave 12 more years? Why not make it 100 years a slave? Do I need to be reminded? <laughs> Laugh out loud. Thank you. All in good fun. And second question... Why does Myron always seem to have the last word in the emails? I swear it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Love, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, dang, that's funny. Well, Tara. Okay, oh, let, my let goodness. Tara, the reason for that is Myron is always late. He's always <laughs> the last email that we get oh, before we podcast. She's hating on Myron. Lord. She's laughing. She's mm-hmm. like, uh... Wow, this is a long and hell. No, I ain't sorry, Sister J. Uh, I know you, you ain't got- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys take care. Take care. Be good. And until next time, Sister T, a.k.a. Tara from San Francisco. And you are not ghetto. You are ladies. That's right. Hoes better recognize. That's right. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Tara. For that long ass email. Girl, that was, that's probably the longest one you done ever sent in. Dang, well, that thing was also, long. She also sent us in some taglines. Now, Ooh, Lord. she sent us in written taglines, not her voice. So that's okay. She, one of them is, says, die, Lizzie, just die. <laughs> that's cold. Another one is, crazy Lizzie, just die. Ooh. <laughs> and the last one is, 
Girl, I ain't your mama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Carol said. Oh, Lord. Oh, thank you, Tara. Thank you, Tara. And you know what, Tara? I am so glad to hear that there's another black person in this United States who don't go see them damn slave butler movies. I don't do that shit. You mean to tell me all the accomplishments that black people have made to this nation and all you can do is write movies about being a fucking slave or being a fucking butler or being a fucking maid. Sister J. You know, I mean, come on now. Is- all the shit. Where's the story of Madam C.J. Walker? Where's the story of the man, the black man, I might add, who invented a traffic light? Something as simple as that that we use and take for granted every day. No, they always got to come up with this slave shit. I'm with you, girl. I don't watch that stuff. That ain't entertaining to me. Oh, so I am so glad to hear there's another person well, who feel like that. some very good movies by not watching. Well, I don't watch that shit. <sighs> anyway, okay. come on, Tara. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Tara. Okay, our next email is from Joanne. Hey, Joanne. Hi, sisters. Not sure if you are aware of this bit of Game Game of Thrones breaking news, but I strongly suggest what? Sister J take a gulp of hard liquor and hold on to Sister K's hand for support. Sister J. Okay, so Joanne, you already got this wrong. So I'm just going to tell you before I say, read the rest of her email. It's really Sister K who needs to be upset, not Sister J. Okay. Mm. So she says, Sister J, your honey bucktooth, a.k.a. dreamy Dario Naharis, has been recast for next season. What? Who the heck approved this? He's been replaced with some goofy guy with straight teeth. (laughs) I saw pictures, but he just doesn't have the sex appeal. That's two honeys lost. There's always Jorah, and I hear he's single. Sending you early farewell wishes, Joanne from the NYC. Oh, thank you, Joanne. But yeah, you got that mixed up. That's Sister K who was who was uh, 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 really impressed with that Snaggletooth dude. <laughs> I, I like. <laughs> I like Snaggletooth. Mm, well, hey. But yes, um, we did know uh, probably yeah. a couple of months ago someone had posted on Facebook. Yeah, they did. And posted the story, and we were like, what the hell? I know. Why? But evidently, that he, little Snaggletooth guy, he got something else to do. Yeah, he had something else yeah. to do, obviously. But All right. Thank you, thank Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Okay. Um, okay. So, this is a P.S. from Manny. Excuse me. I had to figure out where it was at. Um, this is a P, uh, this, our next email is from Manny again. Hey, Manny. And it's a PS to his earlier email. Damn. That's a long PS. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. Okay, come on. He says, Sisters, I'm at work listening to episode 21 for the first time. And Sister J, I have to agree 100% with you. Mm-hmm. But I do have one gripe. Your rant just pissed me the fuck off all over again. What's a mother flame fuck was Rick thinking? How dare he? Who the fuck does he think he is That's making what I'm saying. a decision for the whole group based on his fucked up sentimental feelings? Absolutely. Okay, you, d- you don't like that Carol did what she did. And although I agree with her, I do feel that you made a right, excuse me, that you have a right to disagree. But then you do the same shit she just did. Yep. You made a unilateral decision for the whole prison. Yep. Now, ladies, I didn't tell you this part, but when Carol confronted Rick and told him why she did what she did, and he basically needed to get with the program and stop playing in the ground trying to be a farmer, <laughs> I had to put down my testosterone for one good minute and go, boop. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. The last scene when Rick and Carol really hit that last scene with Rick and Carol really hit me when Carol was making her last stand. Yep. Now she should never have said anything about keeping her involvement in Karen and De- David's death a secret. Bitch, you a boss and you stand on your own two feet. What she should have said is how her and the group wrung their hands waiting for his crazy ass to come back from the brink. Yeah. And how the group gave his ass a second chance. How about when Herschel was an alcoholic and didn't believe in zombies and how Rick pulled him through? Absolutely. Or how about just a few short months ago when your baby boy shot that boy in the face? All their asses got another chance. Yep. She should have taken that dirty ass Ford Taurus right to the prison and ran shit the way she's been doing the past. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that, Manny. I like that. That's right. Shoot. Uh, uh, Ran shit the way she's been doing these past few months. Slap. Daryl's filthy hands out of his mouth and proclaimed it's a new motherfucking day. Yep. And what the fuck was that with Maggie agreeing with Rick's decision? Now, I understand Herschel because he's designated himself as the hope bearer, but Maggie? Yeah. Dumbass Maggie, who is too busy trying to get pregnant, that she can't keep an eye on the fence to see who's feeding the walkers. Yep. Get the F out of here. <laughs> just, I just had to pause the episode and get myself together. Back to work. Thanks, ladies. Manny. Thank you, Manny, for that long Thank ass you, piss. Oh, that's funny, though. That was But hilarious. I agree. I agree. Uh, I was I was real upset when Maggie, her response was, well, yeah, I would have done the same thing. Oh, bitch, please. No, you wouldn't have. Anyway, I'm still, I'm still mad about that Carol shit. Well, I mean... I'm still mad. I mean, he should have gotten the council's Oh, Rick is a pussy. But... <laughs> shit. Okay, move on. Come Because it's making me mad. I went mad. It's making me mad all over again. <laughs> okay, well, our next email is... Or our next feedback is actually a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. My name is Dyshell. I love your podcast. I wanted to ask you about the latest episode of The Walking Dead, uh, The Return of the Governor. Um, That whole episode seemed to be about garnering sympathy for the governor. And I wanted to ask you how you felt about that and whether it worked for me. He gets no sympathy because he brought all that stuff upon himself. Uh, Take care of yourselves and don't get bit. Take care. Well, thank you, Dysel, for that uh, voicemail. And I have no sympathy for the governor at all. None. And thank you, Dysel. And I agree. I don't think it worked. I think, well, for some people it worked because I do remember people saying on Twitter, oh, how they like the governor now. They feel kind of bad for the governor. I'm like, what? Mm. That man is playing a game right now. Oh, absolutely. And he is still evil on the inside. And these writers are really, really lazy to write another trick hole part in there. It was just annoying to me. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't like that either. All right. Well, thank you, Dice. I think this is the first time you've uh, sent in any feedback, so. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the family. Got a nice voice, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our next email is from Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Hi, Sister J and Sister K. Sorry for the short-ass email, Sister J. We know how you love those long ones. (laughs) Yeah, right. Maybe next time, laugh out loud. (laughs) First of all, take a sip, everyone. (laughs) This last episode was boring. 
born. I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> I saw next week's episode also has the governor, and I hope it's not as boring as this last episode. Let's hope not. However, I am loving the season, and I can't wait to see more of it. Danielle. P.S. Oh, and Teresa, as well as any, as all, excuse me, as well as all the other haters listening, you can go kiss my white Irish ass. <laughs> Dumb ass Teresa. Can I get a boop? <laughs> To. Remember that chick that wrote in saying we was ghetto? Oh, it, was that her name? Yeah. See, I done forgot the bitch's name. <laughs> Damn. Thank, thank you. Wait, and then she says P.S.S. I hope you enjoyed the shout out that I gave you on the Walker Stalker podcast. I was nervous talking to James and Eric. Hey, it takes a lot for me to go live on a podcast like that. <laughs> I am normally very shy. Uh, uh, Danielle. Uh. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Danielle. And, and yeah, uh-huh. I agree with you. Boop. Boop. Well, and then as far as the Walker Stalker podcast, I actually did not listen to that yet. So oh, cool. I'm sure you were awesome on it. But I will. I need to make a note because I actually forgot to write it down. Yeah. And you know, if I don't write it down, I'll oh, forget yo. five minutes later. That's me too. So yeah, I need to go listen to it. Walker then. Stalker podcast. Okay. Um, and I think she had posted it. Uh, what episode it was? But I will make a note of it right now. I'm writing right now. Okay. And um, I will go take a listen and give them some feedback too. Yep. Okay. Our next email is from Janelle. Hey, Janelle. Okay. She says, "Hello, sisters. I'm a long time listener." I listen to the True Blood and the Walking Dead podcast. Yay! I am a podcast feedback virgin. This is my first time responding to any podcast. Wow. So bear with me, Sister J, because this is a long-ass email. Come on with it, girl. Well, hey, Janelle. Thank you. Come on, Janelle. I just couldn't hold my tongue. Make that fingers anymore. I just had to reach out to you comical yet real ladies. (laughs) I think that what really pushed me to to reach out... Uh, is the two negative reviews you were recently given. Mm -hmm. Some jerks refer to you and ghetto loud and ignorant. First of all, (laughs) take a drink. If you don't like, don't listen. It's real basic. Exactly. It doesn't take long to realize this is not a Lily podcast. It is raw, real, and from a sister's unadulterated point of view. That's it. Sister Speak conversations are not for everyone, and if you don't like it, turn it off and listen to something else, period. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can find some boring dudes talking about the show from a plain vanilla point of view. Mm-hmm. How dare these people criticize your, lis- your listeners who are at work trying to restrain themselves from hysterical laughter <laughs> and keeping our legs crossed so we don't pee ourselves up. <laughs> <laughs> your listeners work, provide for their families, and are respected in our communities. I won't allow ignorant folk to characterize you or us in a derogatory manner. That's right. They can kiss it. All of it. That's right, girl. You tell them. You tell them, girl. Thank you, Janelle. Mm -hmm. That's how you read some. That's that's a good read, girl. Now on to the show. Okay. My daughter and I have allergies, and my daughter even suffers from eczema. I would not want to be around Carol during ragweed season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have allergies too, and as soon as I start coughing or sneezing, <laughs> she'd be she targeting you. Stop being a damn head. <laughs> she says, uh, 
And when the dust mites overtake our prison beds, Carol was beyond reasoning. Sister Jay, I know you believe Carol was still <laughs> rational. I simply disagree. <laughs> Rick was gauging exactly how far gone she was during their little excursion. Mm. You could tell he was closely dissecting her behavior. Oh, yep. Rick is a pussy. He, <laughs> he determined Sister Girl had to go. Mm. He saved her life. Ty would have gone MC Hammer all over her head. <laughs> she was better off with the walkers. Oh, Real Lord. talk. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm done. Keep up the good work, ladies, and let your haters be your elevators. That's right. Janelle from the Show Me State. P.S. I just had to P.S. Um, I just had to P.S. I want to fit in. <laughs> say, stop using the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> You're driving Sister K crazy. <laughs> Also, give Sleepy Hollow a chance, Sister J. Oh, hell no. Lead cast has three blacks, an Asian and Hispanic, and only the Asian is technically dead. Oh, stupid. Also, the tall Brit is cool and easy on the eyes. Yes, he is. Mm. Support a show that has a cast as diverse as, as, diverse as this. We complain about lack, the lack of diversity on good shows, and finally we have a good show with a diverse cast. Just give it a chance. I agree. Thank oh, you, hell no, Janelle. It's a damn poem. It's a movie based upon a stupid ass poem who, whose writer Jay, was high when he wrote that shit. went through all that. Anyway. Her PSS. Damn, Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I think it's going down between Michonne and Daryl. There is some serious flirting going on there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I agree with that too, Janelle. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Janelle, for that long ass email. And you know what? That was way long, girl. It was good. It was good, though. It was good, Most though. Most of it was on behalf of us. And that was an excellent read. Yes, I mean, hey, you know how to read somebody. So that was a good so read. So Janelle's from the Show Me State. Isn't that Missouri? Yep. Okay. Missouri. Cool. Okay, our next email is from Brandy. Hey, Brandy. Hey, sisters. Sister J, are you going to be okay? I've been so afraid that you're going to have a stroke from your Rick rage. (laughs) (laughs) I purposely didn't write in after that episode because I knew you were going to be pissed about the banishment. Oh, yeah. I know that I am the resident Carol hater, but I haven't lost my humanity completely, and I was really shocked that she got locked out of the car. I stood up in front of the TV and said, is this really happening? (laughs) Then I laughed because I have done something similar. What? Ooh. Ooh. One time I was driving in the car with a dude I was dating and he really pissed me off. I was at the stoplight at I-30 and Garland Road right by Fair Park in Dallas. Ooh. Okay, that's not a good area. No, that's not a good area. depending on what time of day. Mm. um, I'm sure it was nighttime. And a really good catfish plate... uh, so it's right by Fair Park in Dallas and a really good catfish place. And I unlocked the doors and told him to get the fuck out. He was a big guy and he made out okay, but I refused to be disrespected in my own fucking car, so he had to go. Laugh out loud. Ooh, Ooh Brandy! You go, girl! Damn! You go. Mm, mm, mm. And wait, and he was driving his ass around. Lord. He, okay, so he must have did something. Yeah, he must have really something. said some shit. He must have called you out your name or something. Dang. Brandy, write back and let us know what yeah, you did. Yeah, what did he do? Now I'm curious. 
Because that is not a good area at all to be let out the car. No. And mm-hmm. how far was he from the house? Yeah. That's what- <laughs> yeah, how far he had to go <laughs> to get to safety. <laughs> Ooh. And what time of day was it? That's yeah. what I, I bet it was nighttime. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. See, that's mm-hmm. not a good area. Who Lord. At night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although I hate Carol, I thought that punishment was over the top. And just like in the mafia, Rick needed an okay from another boss to whack her. Mm-hmm. I think that Rick should have let her come back. And then they have a little trial in which she stated her case. And then they had a vote on whether or not she should be banished. Exactly. Or put on probation or whatever. And then so be it. That would have made for interesting TV. Of course, I would have loved for the final vote to come down to Daryl. Yeah. And then he could have been the one to seal her fate. Yeah. I am interested in his reaction because although the fandom has built up their relationship, I continue to believe that Daryl just ain't that into her like everyone thinks and actually won't care. Well, I agree with I don't know. I agree with you about we have built up their relationship, yes. but we have not seen any indication that he reciprocates other than them being close. Exactly. He, but the romantic part, I don't think they have. Because every time yeah. she flirts with him, he's always like, oh, stop, or don't do that, or anything. Or he walks over. And then, over. as soon as Michelle was flirting with him, I was like, oh, shit, I think it's more between Michelle <laughs> and Daryl. Yeah, because he was grinning. I'd rather see that. Mm. Anyway. Now, Sister J, yes, Rick was wrong in acting on his own, and I know you are upset, but he really is an asset to the group. And if you really had to choose someone to go deal with the governor, would you rather have him or Carol? I think Carol, because she would, she had no I, problem stabbing no, that fool in the head. No. Wait a minute, stabbing him in the head while he sleep. Which is what Lori should, uh, I mean, uh, Andrea should have done in the first place. She says, I mean, really. Apparently the governor has so much game, she probably would fuck him. Mm. <laughs> Lord. I know that many have sympathy for her, but if you sit and think about it, what has she really done? Nothing. She fails at everything, which is another reason that I fear for her safety on her own. She killed Karen and David to help prevent illness from spreading, and it spread anyway. We think- yeah, but that's not her fault that it spread anyway. No, it's not. We think the illness has been spread through the water, and guess what? She's been the main one fucking with the water. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Melissa McBride was up to series series regular this season, so I think she'll be back, and we will be we will all be one happy family again. I think that the writers want us to make comparison between Herschel and Carol, not Rick and Carol, to show two different ways to handle the same situation. Could be. Speaking of family, I'm glad that Rick is letting Carol step. Excuse me. I'm glad Rick is letting Carl step up, but I understand his concern. Is anyone ever comfortable with knowing their child can kill with the best of them? Yeah, but you and the zombie apocalypse, it ain't like it's today. Well, but still, Mm. it's a hard pill to swallow. Although I agree with Carl's shooting of that kid last season. I do too. (laughs) Rick is right to at least think twice. Parenting is hard in a normal world, but it's extra tough in the zombie world. I applaud Carl for not acting like a brat and letting his actions prove he is ready. I know what we see... I know that we see Carl as a man, but y'all know that when you're, you are parents, you see your kids as babies. Mm-hmm. My granny still calls me baby. Dang, Gran, when can I be a big girl already? <laughs> <laughs> now for the governor. 
He has been called many things, psycho, maniac, creep, crazy, etc. But no one has ever bestowed his true name to date, which is Apocalyptic Pimp. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Oh, Lord. Can this guy pull ladies or what? (laughs) I felt like I understood him better now. I held back some tears when he held that little girl in the pit and promised to take care of her. Oh, please. I am such a sucker for daddy figures Mm. and firefighters. Mm, Just mm, saying. mm. Anyway, I couldn't figure out why he and his new family, quote unquote, left their apartment. I felt like they had a good setup with the games, jerky, spaghetti rings, and turkey chili. That's because he got a different agenda. Why leave all that? This episode made me think that at his core, he was and is a decent human, Mm-mm. and the apocalypse turned him into a monster. Uh-uh. Like little creepy Lizzie said, we all change. He just got caught up with too much power and went crazy. I, I don't think I so. I don't think so. No. I think in his... Real life. In his real crazy. life, he was a con artist and a shyster. And whether he killed well, I don't people know about or not, a con artist, but I yeah, think, I think he, was, he was a con. I think he was mean, at least. I think he was a con. I don't think. Now, I don't know that he actually killed people, but he was mean. Yeah. And cruel and stuff. I mean, so we I, don't know I feel like if he actually was. killed people, but uh, no. Uh, the governor, the reason why they're leaving their apartment is because he has a different agenda. And he always has a different agenda. On a side note, I wasn't mad at him for shooting his group. They were so annoying with their nonstop bitching, talking about this ain't what they signed up for. I would have been like, fuck y'all. I guess y'all just signed up for my hot water and generators you've been using all this damn time. (laughs) Shut up and shoot who I tell you to. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Mm. I'll end it here. Sister J, please forgive Rick. The apocalypse is a bitch. And please, please, please don't read me. I know this was long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's real long. DFW Love, Brandy, a.k.a. almost Mrs. Daryl Dixon, (laughs) as soon as he he proves he's down with the swirl. (laughs) P.S. Sister J, I recall you were pissed at the second season of Homeland. Are you hanging in there for season three? No. P.S.S. Sister K., Fitz's daddy was a nasty old man, and I'm glad he's dead on scandal. <laughs> I agree, Brandy. <sighs> okay. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Is it over? That's it. Damn, that's long-ass email. <laughs> All them goddamn BSs. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Anyway, I was out on season two of, of Homeland because they just they just messed the shit up. I understand season three supposedly is supposed to be back to the to the to the point of it from from season one and it's supposed to be good. I'm out. When I'm out, I'm out. And I'm not watching season three. Alright. I never finished season two, so I, I have no idea what the ending was, but I don't think I ever wanna go back. I watched watch. about three episodes of season two. It was too stupid for me. I was out. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you, Brandy. Thank and you, Brandy. Remember, we want details in the next email. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> about this, about this, this fool guy. you had to leave and, out. And uh, 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 just so you know, I do think uh, Daryl's down with swirl. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next email is from Sister Tip Tip. Hey, Sister Tip Tip. 
<laughs> Hello, sisters and everyone else in the Sister Speak family. I have to start off by addressing whoever the hell that was who tried to clown you ladies in the email. Ain't that the truth? How sad it must be to want to be noticed so badly that you stoop to making a complete ass of yourself trying to make the sisters look bad. <laughs> it's one thing if what they were saying was accurate, but to exaggerate some persona of what they think it means to be black to me only means that they couldn't handle the intelligent insight that you as podcasters casters bring to the table on a weekly basis. That's right. The fact that two black female podcasters are keeping it real and bringing international brothers and sisters together didn't set right with them. That's right. So they had to try to mess it up somehow. Come correct or not at all, haters. Damn it, they got my pressure up, ladies. Laugh out loud. Ooh, uh, Sister Tip Tip done read them. Hey, that's a good read, girl. That's a good read. and they That's got, a good read. They got my pressure up. They also sent another email, and I posted on Facebook <coughs> that they got one more email to send, or else I'm blasting their IP address and their email address. Mm-hmm. And then we ain't got shit since then. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh-huh. They ain't that. They ain't yeah, that. Fuck, ain't that crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. I will blast that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. She said. <laughs> anyway, I spent about three minutes staring at the blank email box because I honestly didn't know what to say. When they showed the previews for this episode last week, and I realized it would be all about the governor, I preconditioned myself to be angry and thought I would hate the episode. Now that I've seen it, though, I can't even be mad anymore. I'm not saying I loved it, but it was way better than I originally thought. Mm. It did tie up some loose ends, but to me it also created a few more questions when the writers should be looking to wrap things up this late in the half season. Yep. Is the character Tara supposed to be that annoying, or are the writers still trying to overdo what they think a strong female is supposed to be? Yeah. As soon as she opened her mouth, I knew she was full of shit. Mm -hmm. If she was really as smart as she thought she was... She really wouldn't have told this perfect stranger how much artillery she had. Exactly. Which turned out to be a lie. (laughs) And how much food they had immediate access to. Yep. By the way she talked, um, by the way she talked so much, I guess we should have known she didn't know what she was doing. How have they made it over a year and not known to shoot the walkers in the head? See, that's what you said. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I said, if they had not, if they've been cooped up in that place forever, or since it apocalypse, yeah, and they haven't run into anybody, they wouldn't know. And I guess the fact that they they but, have but shot people and they didn't die have kept them indoors and they never ventured out. I don't know. I don't anyway. know. It's weird. Anyway. It is weird. I will admit, seeing the governor at least try to carry the entire cart of oxygen tanks out of the retirement home and seeing him relate to Megan gave him a few humanity points. Not me. But does he seriously have to sleep with any woman who looks him in the eye? No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> they look him in the eye. Oh, I think the governor will sleep with whoever. Oh, yeah. But I don't see how come these women are throwing themselves at him. That, that, there you go. Either way, it doesn't look good for Lily because we know what happens when you get too close to the governor. Mm-hmm. Despite all the writers' hard work at trying to make him seem human, I still don't fully trust him. I kept expecting him to do a thriller turn. <laughs> By that, I mean this. You know how at the end of Thriller video, yeah. Michael Jackson is all innocent and then he turns to the camera. <laughs> Got the eyes. eyes show everything's not <laughs> all right. <laughs> I kept expecting the governor to show the audience his true face. At this point, I'm still not sure if he's lying to start a new life or to bide his time. 
Mm-hmm. When the governor ran off with Megan and fell into the trench, did you ladies notice that while he was fighting walkers, you could hear the sound of machine gun fire in the distance? Mm-hmm. Yes. At first, I thought it was part of the music. But when I saw Martinez's head peek over the edge, I realized what I had been hearing. Yep. An interesting ending, but unfortunately it means we're in for at least one more week of being force-fed with this governor shit. I think so, too. Oh, well, maybe we'll get our Rick Tyree sterile confrontation someday. In the meantime, Sister Speak family, y'all stay safe and don't get bit. Sister Tip Tip. P.S. I tried so hard to think of something good for the tagline contest, but I suck at being witty. The best I could come up with was, don't look him in the, don't look him in his good eye, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sister Tip Thank you, Sister Tip Tip, for that long ass email. Now, I think people got confused, or maybe I was confusing when I said our tagline contest. Mm-hmm. What I wanted was for you guys to send us a voicemail an or audio. an audio file of you saying a tagline, not for you to write me what tagline right. to use. And we decided just get bit. No, well, I said you could use just get bit or any other tagline you want, mm-hmm. but just say your name, where you're from, and give us the tagline. Yeah. And so, so we want audio. We want audio, y'all. So we can put, put it on the podcast. Yes. The like thing. we do with True Blood and, and Game of Thrones. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Just kind of like what Robert did, although he did Game of Thrones right. instead of Walking Dead. Okay. We have a um, addendum from Sister Tip Tip. Ooh, addendum. An addendum to her um, previous email. Okay. That was so great. Um, just wanted to let you ladies know that one of your listeners gave you a shout out on the Walker Stalker podcast. Cool. And so she's talking about Danielle yeah. and had wonderful things to say about you. I thought that was really cool of her to do and wanted to let everyone know so they can check out her comments. I'm not sure if you ever listened to the Walker Stalkers, but the young lady was really excited to do it. She has such an adorable voice. And I'm just saying, don't be surprised if you get an invite to their next convention. Cool. Sister Tip Tip. Ooh, cool! Thank you, Sister thank Tip Thank you, Sister Tip Tip! And more importantly, <laughs> thank you, Danielle. Thank you so much, Danielle. For giving us that shout-out. Yeah, and I'm going to go listen to it, too. I'm definitely going to go listen. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, our next email is from Niambi. Hey, Niambi. Hey, sisters. This episode was really good. Unfortunately, I had to turn away for most of it because it was so gross. It was interesting to see what the governor has been up to all this time. It appears they wanted to humanize him by giving him a real name, Brian, Mm -hmm. and the appearance that he's really changed with these acts of kindness to this family. The relationship between Brian and Megan was obvious as he immediately took interest to pleasing her through family requests. Mm -hmm. That mama, Lily, had no issue leveraging her daughter to ask the governor for favors. He's still a sociopath and eventually betrays or kills everyone around him. I'm just waiting for the hammer to drop because all roads lead him back right back to the prison ready to kill Michonne. Uh Uh-huh. I don't feel sorry for him or think he's changed one bit. I'm the head cheerleader for kill the governor. (laughs) I'm right there with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it just me who felt those ladies, Lily and Tara, needed a peephole in the door? Thank you. Thank you. You can't just go around opening doors during a zombie apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Plus... They were giving away, uh, giving way too much information to a stranger. Yeah. And that mama was just plain giving it up right in front of everybody. Yeah. During that scene, my husband, Eli, asked, where the, do- 
Where's the daughter, Megan, and the sister? I said laying right next to them. <laughs> Just nasty. <laughs> I know it. Yes, honey. Mm-mm. Moving on. I think it's good that we um, that as we meet new characters, their knowledge of the walkers is very limited, despite that a year and a half has passed. Basic facts we know, but our new information for some, like the National Guard is not coming, natural death doesn't prevent you from turning, and not everyone is skilled at killing walkers because fatal blows to the head are required easily <laughs> be taken for granted as a viewer. Yeah. There was some reflection and foreshadowing as the governor taught Megan to play chess. He pointed out that pawns are expendable, and losing them doesn't mean you've lost the battle. With that said, we're looking forward to seeing how all this shakes out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good point. That was a good foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. In response to Tim calling me out last week. <laughs> good day, Tim. How you doing, love? And I'm not doing the accent. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify that my comments were shade free. I believe I'm quoted as saying I love all things Aussie. I'll admit I did bend a palm tree over the sisters, <laughs> K.A. and El Marie, at their attempts to speak in an Aussie accent. <laughs> but I also said I enjoyed that as well, because it's all about the journey. <laughs> Still shade-free, sisters. <laughs> now, I, I will admit there are a few Aussie things I can't co-sign. Vegemite and eating kangaroo. Oh, I didn't know they ate kangaroo. I thought that I didn't know they ate kangaroo. I thought kangaroos were revered. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Other than those, y'all all right with me because I fell in love with Tim Tams the first time I tried them. So I always got love for you, Tim. <laughs> Till next time, Sister Speak family, Niambi. Thank you, Niambi, for that wonderful email. And then she um, sent us a picture. Of her and her husband, um, I guess in their honeymoon. Oh my goodness, you are beautiful! Oh, Niambi, you that look is a beautiful. And Eli is cute. He's cute. Why are you looking kind of ornery in this picture? Yeah, <laughs> but he's he's very nice looking guy. Yes. Okay, now well, thank you for that. We love seeing y'all's pictures. Wow, Niambi, you look beautiful, that dress girl. Is gorgeous. And you are stacked. <laughs> Jay, maybe she don't want her business hey, out in the she, street. She is not okay. Uh, she is not a member of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> <laughs> you look great, Niambi, and your husband looks very, very good. Hey, Eli. Hey, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for the picture. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, our next email is from Christine. Sorry. Hey, Christine. AKA Q Poison 10 on Twitter. Uh, okay. Hi, ladies. Hope you are both well. Yep. Well, straight to the point. First of all, Sister J, Carol <laughs> is banished. I Take know. a drink. I know. I hated this ex, this episode. Mm-hmm. Stupid freaking governor shit. Mm-hmm. Having sex in that van next to others got on my tits. I know. <laughs> Well, not literally, of course. Yeah, but not, it was nasty. Not fused on these new people. I hope Martina shoots them all. Mm. I missed Rick, Daryl, and the prison group. Are they trying to redeem this Brian Phillips shitbag or what? Yeah. I was bored. Hell, I even missed Bob. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> 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 
That's it. Can't wait for the podcast. Take care. Love, Christine, a.k.a. Cute Poison 10. Thank you, Christine, for Thank that you, email. Christine. And, yeah, I'm with you, though, Christine. I thought it was a boring episode. It was really annoying to me because I want to know about the prison and when he tells the other people about Carol. That's what I want to see. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah. with you, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Sisters, sisters, sisters. Well, the governor is back. Oh, sorry. It's Brian now. Yeah. Everybody knows anybody named Brian is just a harmless wanderer that needs a family and some SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Rolling my eyes. I'll cut right to the chase with this motherfucker. Mm. Is the governor the best smelling man in Georgia? Thank you. Did he manage to stumble upon some cologne? Snatch up all the deodorant at an abandoned CVS? He must give off some magical odor. That's the only way I can explain how he can digmatize these ladies with the quickness. I can explain it better for you. That's some male fantasy writing shit. Just start calling Lily Andrea part two. Mm -hmm. Oh, governor, you're such a sad, lonely man. Let me bang you. (laughs) How is this man irresistible? So irresistible. You don't even care if your child and sister are trying to sleep right next to you. Yeah. Sisters, I do not understand it. I know. Some man wrote that scene. I'm telling you. I don't get that either. Uh, That's because a man wrote that shit. You could have, they could have at least went to the cab of the truck if they wanted to stay in the truck. Mm. But better yet, go outside. All that nice grass that we saw in the previous scene. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be right there in the... Oh, That's nasty. It was. It was no. You couldn't, couldn't do it. Uh, she says, of course, we already know he's shady as hell, which makes us biased. Wait, and then wait. I Sorry, one more thing about the sleeping in the bed. I mean, doing it with the sister and the daughter yeah. there. The governor had the nerve to look and like, okay, we need to stop. The mama, Lily, was the one that says, oh, it's okay. Uh, the mama was looking at him as soon as she opened the damn door. <laughs> you know? Oh, hey, uh, uh, who a are man. you? Yeah, a, a man. man. That ain't my, my uncle or my brother or my daddy. Y'all remember those old, I think it's a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I don't even know what kind of cartoon, but there's this chicken. Oh, maybe it's the Foghorn Langhorn cartoon. Yeah, Foghorn Langhorn. Where there's a female chicken. Yeah. And whenever she sees Foghorn Langhorn, she goes, oh, man. I know. And she's trying to yeah. chase him down. That's like that woman. That's exactly what it, yep. Trick hole number two. <laughs> mm. Okay, she says, of course you already know he's shady as hell, which makes us biased. But I still think this family could have been a little more cautious. Yep. He sure was slow to pass along useful knowledge, like how to kill a walker. Mm-hmm. When he figured out that Grandpa wasn't long for this world, maybe he could have sat them down and had a chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably would have been better than bashing the guy's brains in <laughs> while his granddaughter watched. Watched. Yeah. But then again, they've been shooting walkers outside the window for how long now? Mm. She never hit one in the head. Never figured out how to kill him. Come on now, that's just stupid. The next episode should be interesting when his former follower inevitably lets his new family know about his fucked up past. Mm. At least I hope he tells them what's up. But when it comes down to it, I really don't care. I just want to see the showdown between Rick and Daryl. Until next time, take care, ladies. Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. I agree with you, Aaron. That's what everybody want to see. They want to see the showdown between Daryl and Rick. When when Rick tells him about Carol. We just want to know. Yeah. And and I want to see what Tyrese does when he tells him. Mm -hmm. You know? Because Tyrese, after all, 
was the one that asked Carol to look uh, look after his sister. Right. See? So, you know. Mm. Well, thank you, Erin. Thank you, Erin. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Hope y'all are doing well, and I hope this isn't late. Nope, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard to talk about this episode. Let me preface this as I have never been a governor fan, so this will probably be one of my shortest emails. Maybe. You know I I can be wordy. (laughs) He's back. Whoop-dee-doo. I just can't stand that guy. I know. First of all, I knew Martinez and Shump weren't sticking around. They left his crazy ass. They did. They left him. Laugh out loud. And then he goes and burns down Woodbury. Shaking my head. Mm-hmm. So then we get a wandering governor looking a hot mess, sporting a Duck Dynasty type beard. <laughs> Duck Dynasty, yeah. He sees a little girl in the window, goes into the apartment building, and meets up with this family. Boring. Cute little girl, dying grandpa and two sisters. So instead of Philip or the Gov, he's now Brian Harriet. Alrighty then, whatever. Mm-hmm. A few action sequences. Looks like Brian is suffering from the same thing Rick is. He's off his game. The old governor would have mowed every walker down in that nursing home. But he starts to come back when he has to bash grandpa's head in after he's turned. Mm-hmm. So the new little family hits the road and the governor and the mother get it on in the back of the truck next to her daughter and sister. Trifling. I love that word. Trifling. Trifling. But, moms, but moms was thirsty for a man as soon as she saw him. Mm. She sure was. Not surprised. Just shocked it happened with the others in the truck. Because, ew. Mm, Now mm, for the mm. interesting part. The truck breaks down. They run into a herd. They start running after the sister. Trips over. I don't even know what. She's so slow. Yeah. Governor gets the little girl and they start running until they run into a ditch with the walkers. Now the gov does what he does best and kills people. Impressive. (laughs) And then Martinez. Didn't see that coming. We'll see what happens now. Yep. Boring episode till the last 10 minutes. Looks like the new one should be more interesting. Um, And then she says uh, she has an audio file. And so let me go ahead and play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Just get bit. Hey, Shalita. Thank you so much for that tagline. Thanks for the tagline. We love it. Love it. Just get bit. Well, least favorite episode for me. Next week looks more interesting. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Sorry if this became a long-ass email, Sister J. <laughs> I know you're not. P.S.S. Oh, see that? I really wish there was a Sister Speak podcast for Sleepy Hollow. Mm. I know there won't be, but a Sister's point of view is sorely needed. Mm. And P.S.S.S., I guess. American Horror Story is crazy. Yep. And they've given us something even The Walking Dead hasn't done. Dead people sex. That's Ew. right. I know. Ew. Now, see, I haven't caught up with that oh, yet. Oh, thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done okay. with her email. Thank you, Shalita. And Shalita, you hit it on the head. American Horror Story Coven is really, really good. But yeah, that's creepy. Dead people sex. Live people having sex with dead people. Oh, is that what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, they meant two dead people having sex. Well, yeah, that too. What? Yeah. Okay. You, you have to, to watch it up. and catch up, y'all. I need to catch it's up. It's off the chain. And I mean, I just got to say, I am loving watching Angela Bassett in this series. And Jessica Lang is too good. And who knew Dennis O'Hare would be so good in this? King Russell. 
He wow. is so good in it. I, he's he's really good anyway. Yeah. So, so I'm loving a, a American Horror Story Coven. So Ooh. thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita, and thank you for your tagline. We yep. will be playing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next email is from Marcus. Hey, Marcus. What's up, sisters? I've missed a few weeks because of so much schoolwork. Oh. I typed so many papers that I haven't even had the energy to write into my favorite podcast. Shaking my head. (laughs) But I've caught a small break, and I'm glad to offer my two cents about the most recent show, Live Bait. Okay. Before I get into the show, I'll share my short opinions on previous happenings. This email might be just a tad on the long side. All right. Sister J, I understand your frustration with Rick and his decision with Carol. Rick is the epitome of a hypocrite. Yep. But I agree with him on this issue. Nope. The reason being... (laughs) (laughs) The reason being is because Carol has been a rogue as of late, and her decision to kill those people could have split the group. Although Rick isn't technically the leader anymore, he still pulls enough clout due to the fact that he has led the group in so many tough situations. Mm. I tried to tell y'all, Bob was going to be a pain in the ass. (laughs) Yeah, Bob is drip. Now, on to this episode. I like this episode because it was slowed down and it gave insight to what actually happened to the gov. Mm. The girl with the gun doesn't know how dangerous the governor is or was. Mm-hmm. He could have easily killed everyone in that house. He's tired, not a coward. Yep. The governor was right to throw out those SpaghettiOs. Not only is it high in sodium, but it could have had poison in it. It's the last days. Can't trust nobody. Well, now that's a good point, though. See, that's what I thought he was that's throwing a good it away point, though. for. Yeah, I didn't really know why he was throwing it, but yeah, yeah he, he might have thought they was they was going to drug him or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor getting the oxygen tank and the game makes him seem decent. Who is the real governor? This nice guy or the tyrant from last season? The tyrant. Mm, the tyrant. Mm-hmm. Who sometimes will do something nice for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, only because he, but trust me, he expects to get something out of it. Doesn't look, doesn't he look like Kurt Russell on Escape from New York? Last no. Night? No. No. He is not. No. Mm-mm. How do you leave your kid alone with a man you don't know? Thank you. Thank you. We were saying that. He told the truth. He is a pirate. Cross your heart, hope to die. Michonne stuck a needle in his eye. <laughs> Okay, the gov gets laid in a few weeks, and my boy Tyrese is going crazy because he has a co- apocalypse blue balls. Laugh mm. out loud. Mm, mm, that mm. is so true. <laughs> how, how is the governor getting two chicks? Yeah. Tyrese ain't got the one. Ain't got the one. Well, let's wait. What the hell are you waiting for? That's yeah. not, that man is fine, lady. Yeah, well. Okay. The gov has something to lose now with this semblance of a family. How is he going to deal with... With who he once was, with this old, with his old crew and his new family, this should be interesting. He gonna be crazy. Thanks for reading my email, sisters. Love ya and happy Thanksgiving. P.S. World War Z was great. Thanks yep. for the suggestion. Yeah, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus, for Thank that you, long Marcus. email. And we're glad you you enjoyed uh, World War Z because I found it amazing. That was a good show. Yeah, it was very good. good so. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. And um, our last email is from Jane. It's from Jane and not Myron. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For this episode. Hey, Jane. Jane. Hi, Sister J and K. I have been enjoying the podcast. 
Thank you for providing us with free podcasts <laughs> and ignore the haters with their dumbass emails. Thank you. Hi to fellow Aussie cobbler Tim. Struth, mate. Hope you are having a bonzer time watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> okay, I know I probably messed that all up. I'm sure you messed it up. Figure out what she was saying. Okay, so she says, Struth, mate. Hope you're having a bonzer time watching The Walking Dead. Now, sisters, this latest all-governor episode was not my favorite. Nope. Don't get me started on the poorly written female characters. Mm-hmm. Why are women digmatized by the stupid governor? Thank you. What is wrong with them? I got so angry at the mother. Poor mm. little Megan will now be the new penny substitute for the governor. Yep. Boring. Sister Jay, I don't always agree with you. I do think you're a bit harsh on poor old Sam in Game of Thrones. <laughs> she is. No, I'm not. But I totally agree with you on Carol. I will be very disappointed if we don't get to see Daryl's reaction to Rick's decision. I know. Thanks to this podcast, I have become obsessed with Zinger Pies. Oh, Oh, Lord. She said she has celiac disease and can't eat gluten. But I've tried to get my husband and two friends to eat one so I can vicariously enjoy the taste. I haven't succeeded so far. I will keep trying. Have a great week, ladies. Jane. Thank you, Jane, Thank you, Jane, for that wonderful email. Oh, oh. Sorry you're not able to try one yeah. of those finger pies. I'm mm, obsessed, mm, too, mm. and I still haven't got one. Y'all something. so good. Well, thank y'all very much for the emails. Yes, thank you all so much for your emails. And we know we have been delayed. Yep. But um, we are getting back on track, and we want to just thank you all for your support. And patience. All the haters. Yeah. Your patience with us because as many times as we kind of fall off, y'all always are right there with us when we come back. Yep. And we love it. Yep. And um, so I think what we're going to do, um, we had two um, taglines come in. Really one that okay. fit the criteria, which was Shalita. Okay. And so Shalita, we will be sending you a Walking Dead t-shirt. Yay. Robert, we loved your tagline, but it's for the Game of Thrones. So send us another one in next time for The Walking Dead. And for all y'all other people who had um, tagline suggestions, we need you to send put them on an audio file, record it on your iPhone or your Android, or you can call our voicemail number, which is 972-755-1215, and leave us your tagline. We're going to go ahead and extend our contest until next time, well, we're going to extend it until, let's say, Christmas Day. Okay. Since we're kind of behind, we're going to kind of catch up. Yeah. We're going to extend it. So as long as you send it into us by Christmas Day, you'll be in the drawing to get a free Sister Speak Walking Dead t-shirt. Yep. So send in your taglines, audio file, admission only. And you'll have a name put into the drawing for a t-shirt from the Sister Speak shop. Yep. Okay. Well, for all other feedback, you can send an email to sisterspeak at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at underscore Sister K and underscore Sister J. And uh, you can also post on Facebook at facebook.com slash Speak podcast. Yep. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.
the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 